We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. There are thousands of U.S. citizens, Americans, trapped in Afghanistan. There's going to be no circumstance you're going to see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. Airport in Kabul. At the U.S. Embassy that has now been evacuated. Embassy in Kabul evacuated. The jihadists have taken over the Afghani presidential palace. We have abandoned the American embassy in Kabul. And the president is hiding on vacation. Then he comes back, does a statement for 20 minutes, doesn't take any questions afterwards, runs off the stage, goes back on vacation, only to return from vacation. So the Senate has just passed the $40 billion Ukraine aid bill. Joe Biden is expected to gleefully sign it very soon. President Biden announcing an additional $375 million military aid package for Ukraine. This news breaking on the anniversary of 9-11, the Biden White House just struck a deal with Iran to do a prisoner swap and release $6 billion in frozen Iranian funds. Fox News alert, Israel is at war. That's the declaration from Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu after Palestinian militants launch surprise rocket attacks from Gaza overnight. What about getting people out? Okay. We're going to get people out, but I'm not going to run any detail with you now. All right, we got to wrap up, guys. We got to wrap up. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Don't you just feel so safe under the leadership of Joe Biden? Don't you just feel all just warm inside knowing that we have a president that just could give a shit less about us and doesn't know what day of the week it is or what time of day it is? How much safer will we under Trump's presidency as an American? You know, I'm sitting here and I'm watching all this unfold yesterday and literally the moist, waxy hospice patient of a so-called president sitting there on Air Force One attempting to make sense with the, the press as his cabinet members and press secretary are looking at him like i 
it's this guy need we need to shut this guy down like it's bad good morning everybody jobs dead laura and band mob band mom sorry i'm a little foggy this morning a rough night i didn't sleep at all last night and just total disaster this morning everything was a, a rush job it's like oh no but anyway we're here it's freedom friday so that's good it's uh it's kind of rainy on the uh in the northeast new york area hopefully you got good weather by you profit good morning 81 million votes my ass you're not kidding scaramooch scaramooch have i ever seen you in the chat before you, your name does look familiar but not regularly well glad you're here good morning Gulfstream. good morning jonathan allen oh yeah first one get fucked on a freedom friday absolutely i know our great moderator ap unfiltered won't be with us uh today so we gotta do a show without him in the chat yelling orders at everybody he's not here today he's not here today he's he sent a message last night he's got i think he's got a, a family thing this morning the nerve the nerve of him to choose family over fellow maga domestic terrorists i guess we all have to make sacrifices here and there right <laughs> anyway so joe biden gave his uh big oval office address about well <laughs> i think he i think it was supposed to be about the middle east and israel but it was really mostly i feel like it was about ukraine and and selling to the american people the importance of keeping the money flowing and the money laundering operation going in ukraine because of russia uh, good morning we are the show and uh you know and all the money he wants to spend that we don't have, that's the big thing, is I have to appeal or attempt to look alive and appeal to the American people, which he utterly failed at. I'm not playing anything from last night's uh, address to the nation. I was watching on uh, Tim Pool last night. They were saying, because uh, Scott Pressler was on Tim Pool, and I was uh, DMing through Twitter with him uh, yesterday, and he told me he was going to be on. And they, I forget who on there said, is it the real Oval Office or is that a soundstage? Because the window in the back looks weird. And I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the picture like, actually, here's a screenshot of it. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, it, it, he did it at 8 o'clock at night, so it would be dark in D.C., but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that, yeah, that was, that was the Oval Office because you don't see him in the Oval Office that often. And then we know we have that fake soundstage. Uh, I think it was a, it's across the street from the Oval Office that they were using. I remember during COVID, it was so weird, all the studio lighting. It was just weird. But he gave, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it, was a, it was an abortion of an address. Um, we're going to go through a couple things with it. But in, in the meantime, uh, hit the thumbs up, please. Leave a comment below the... Uh, below the video so that it lives forever it really helps with the uh, rumble algorithm it has been helping so the thumbs up in the comments really help black rain patriot they are hogman's in the chat good morning good morning so it's funny you say that black rain patriot i noticed yesterday uh and I, i've i've seen it and it's not a recent thing i've seen it over time at least since i've been on rumble that occasionally pages that i follow i've i've automatically been unfollowed so it just happened to you you had to refollow the page so i would tell everybody um yeah if check to make sure you're following the page 
because I guess something with Rumble, it it does unfollow pages, and I find that with every platform. So just make sure you you, you have the follow button hitting, um, you know, pushed. Black Rain Pager just had to refile the page. How was Joe tweeting when he was on TV? He can't walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. They've already proved to us that Joe Biden doesn't use his own Twitter. Is it Corrine Jean-Pierre was tweeting for him and had to accidentally delete something? Because what did she she tweeted something on her handle from her Twitter handle that was meant for his Twitter handle? I mean, come on. The guy is literally a wax figure with weird growths coming out of his chin that he didn't have, like, it's just so bizarre. But again, we are so, I I don't even know how to describe how much of a threat the, he is a dead man walking. I don't know how much of of a threat we can describe him being to America and national security. I mean, just in the past 24, 48 hours, the past week of what he's doing and, and what he's propelled us with the whole Biden regime, his handlers as a whole has propelled us into. And literally last night talking about just like a used car salesman, I have to try to get the American people on board to keep us into this, to propel ourselves into this war, this never end, the next never ending war to, of course, enrich ourselves through the military industrial complex and to give away all of this money that we don't have, $100 billion, whatever the breakdown is, $10 billion here, $60 billion here, $100 million here. Give everybody money because that, that we don't have, and we'll all feel it at home. Just to break us down even more and to weaken us even more. You know, of course, he, he condemned, you know, the Hamas, you know, attacks and terror, and he had to do that quick. But he quickly, you know, focused to basically just being a cynical politician and pushing the narrative um, of we have to give, give, give and be involved. And, oh, Ukraine and Putin and 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 Hamas, while Americans are still being held hostage after he's doxed members of. United States Special Forces. He doesn't care. We still have to, this is what we have to do. I mean, literally, it was about Ukraine. It wasn't about, it wasn't about Israel. Not, he, he tried to sell it like it was, but you were able to see through it. Basically, and, that, and that's a famous, you know, political uh, move is to, uh, try to shift the political focus to something that's more favorable for them, uh, basically when their back is against the wall, meaning their back is against the wall. They know we don't have this money. They know that we're, 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 we're really screwed up right now, but everybody's looking to us as the beacon of hope. We're America. Well, you guys, you guys have had three years, about three years to destroy everything, and they have. They have. Uh, good morning, Buck Fiden. Do men usually grow bull sacks as a chin when they get dementia? Um, I've heard in certain circles that that is possible. <laughs> oh, his, his, his chin, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know what happened to it. Maybe those are the, the, the battery packs that they store them to connect to his, to his half-dead brain. Good morning, Starwalker. Good morning. Good morning. Up oh, there goes my idiot dog barking at everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
But basically, the attempt last night was to shift the political focus and uh, win the hearts of Americans. And like, yeah, we have to support Israel and give them money, which, by the way, Israel's not even asking for money. Israel's not even asking for money. They get $3.6 billion a year on auto pay. Netanyahu's not asking for money. Ukraine, on the other hand, is, you know, he's working the glory hole hard to get more American cash. And, you know, he's trying to make it seem like, and he, he, was, he was selling this, this narrative that Ukraine and Israel are the same, and they're not. They're, they're, they're not the same, all right? Israel is not Ukraine. And yes, Israel is a much closer ally, uh, you know, militarily and, and things, and that could be debated amongst amongst yourselves. People debate that. It is what it is. You know, uh, Israel, um, it, it's, it's a democracy and has been far longer than Ukraine, and in some ways its intelligence does assist our intelligence agencies, which that could be good and bad, but you know, for counter-terrorist operations, I guess in the, in that region, it it has proved to be good in some ways. Uh, technology, you know, it the Iron Dome does keep American troops safe when they're there. It keeps American citizens safe who live there or have dual citizenship or who visit there frequently. You don't find many American citizens going to Ukraine, but it it's. It's weird. It's just all um, false construct into we have to throw money at this thing. We need a war because Democrats are so desperate to stay in power. And their attitude is, and Joe, maybe it's Joe Biden's attitude himself, is wartime presidents get reelected. That's, that's the whole thing. Wartime presidents get reelected. Zelensky is so mad right now. Zelensky's sitting there like, how are you staring at this girl, other woman's ass like this? Look, I'm right over here. Give me more money. Just standing there grabbing his ankles like, look at me over here, bent over. Yeah, but democracy. It's wild. It's wild. Zelensky, oh, I need to go to Israel. No, no, no. Denied. Denied. Both have money and should maybe buy our weapons if they need them. Well, Ukraine will just buy the weapons with our money. I mean, you know. <laughs> it, it's so ridiculous. It, yeah, it's crazy. But the ultimate goal here is 100% to tie funding for Israel to funding for Ukraine in these spending packages. He could be ties them all together. Americans won't be, won't have a problem with it. Well, most Americans are all for the ones that are against funding Ukraine won't be against funding Israel. And what's the story with Taiwan? We're giving money to Taiwan already when they, they haven't even been invaded. What is this? A, a preemptive to the, the most likely invasion to happen from China to Taiwan. And then what was it, $30 billion or something like that we want to give Taiwan? I think we only want to give Israel $10 billion. And what is it? Uh, I think Ukraine, $60 billion. <clears throat> $60 billion. Did you see Hamas come out and support George Floyd's races? Yeah, I played that yesterday, Black Rain. I don't know if you were here yesterday. The leader of, the, of Hamas in Gaza turned literally knew 
to appeal to people, the pro-Palestinians in America, oh, let me just let me describe what's happening to Palestinians um, as the same as what happened to George Floyd. George Floyd got killed by white people, and Palestinians are getting killed by Israelis. Yeah, I played that yesterday. It's, it's unbelievable. Smart play. Smart play to appeal to the Hamas sympathizers within the United States because it was a, it was a uh, an art, a uh, interview from Vice. Very smart play on their part. Donald Trump right again. These Hamas terrorists, these goat fuckers, they're very smart. They may not look the part, but they are very smart. <laughs> We're tapped out. We have no money. We'll print it. We will print it. <laughs> This is a whole false, it's all a bullshit story, all false construct. And every American needs to reject it. Every American needs to, <laughs> well, go to their member of Congress, and that's a whole other shit show. Jim Jordan went from yesterday not seeking a third vote to apparently, it might even be happening now, holding a press conference at 8 a.m. this morning and then having a vote, a third vote at 10 a.m. Still have holdouts. People aren't answering their phones. You have members of Congress that are mocking their constituents who are against Jim Jordan for speaker. I'm done with these clowns. Now I want the government shut down. You know what? I hope they don't elect a speaker today. And I hope everything falls flat on its face. They've, they don't have the votes to make this bow tie wearing uh, geek McHenry the temporary speaker with more powers. They have to vote on that, and they, they know they don't have the vote the votes for that. <laughs> they would need the Democrats to save them for that. And if they did that, their argument of the eight that got rid of McCarthy with the Democrats would just fall flat on its face too. They are in such chaos and turmoil, it's unbelievable. Congressman Santos, I've been in close contact with him, had told me, he didn't even go to conference yesterday, but it's, it's a shit show. They don't know what they're doing. They're, they're fighting with each other. They're yelling and screaming at each other. It's a complete shit show. Bring back duels. Bring back fight to the death. And that's what should be happening in Congress. Shut it down. Shut it down. I want to see the biggest shutdown. And I've said that uh, not too long ago. Now forget it. Don't elect a speaker. You know what? We're getting propelled into World War Three. They're literally firing missiles at Americans in Syria. Oh, we have a base in Syria, by the way. I didn't even realize that. That's interesting. And we have we have you know a base in Iraq. I didn't. I had no idea about Syria. Whatever. Maybe I missed that one. We have U.S. battleships intercepting missiles getting launched. Was it from Yemen towards Israel? You know. We're we're, ta we're taking out missiles. We're, we're taking out drones already. I mean, it's to me we're, we're in this war unofficially already. You know, we we got strike groups in the Mediterranean. We, we went through all this, and now Joe Biden. I have to have a press conference from the Oval Office with my moist, waxy face to appeal to the people and sell them that Israel and Ukraine are the same, and we need this giant spending package because we're going to be fighting a war on two fronts, possibly three, when China decides to make their move. And then who knows what's going to happen here because we're so weak. <sighs> Shut it down, never reopen it. Burn it to the ground, man. At least the shit show in Congress is showing everyone's true colors and who need to primary. I primary them all. It's, it's just so stupid at this point. It is so stupid. 
But they're literally selling the idea that helping Israel starve off extinction is conditional on sending another bag of cash and goodies to the money launderers in Ukraine. It's all bogus. It's all bogus. If we're going to tie anything to Israel, how about like real issues like, uh, you know, issues of urgent national security of the border? Let's, let's shut the border down. But Joe Biden and the Biden regime doesn't want to shut the border down. They don't want to do anything with the border. They want more cash for the military industrial complex. That's all they want. That's all they want. They are in a league of their own with the military-industrial complex. <clears throat> Anthony Blinken, he's big deep into the military-industrial complex. There, there's so much digging with that. You, you, you could dig so deep on all of these members of the, the Biden cabinet and the Biden regime with the military-industrial complex. They want this forever war. Um, yeah. It's 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 insanity. If you if you if you don't, it's 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 sad. It's sad. It, it is what it is. When you look, just look look at the the whole Biden presidency. Just the, the, in total, it's a disaster. We have a war in Europe, right? We have a war in the Middle East. We have U.S. hostages taken by the terrorist group Hamas. We have literally world leaders canceling meetings on the United States president at the last minute, whom we give a lot of money to. What is it, Jordan? Don't we give Jordan like a billion dollars a year? What was the other country off the top? I don't even remember. We give them like a few hundred million a year. And, and both governments, last minute when Joe Biden was on, the, on his way to Israel, was like, oh, yeah, we're not meeting with you. Could you imagine we fund the, these, these people a billion dollars a year and they tell the American president, yeah, we're not meeting with you. The weakness, the billions of dollars we have unfrozen and in the past, recent past and not too far long ago, the billions we've given to Iran. Gas prices and groceries in some places have doubled since the Trump presidency. A wide open border with God knows who's coming through and what their intentions are. Sanctuary cities where it's lawless and they protect the criminals. Complete disarray all over the country. But we have to send all this money overseas. We have to send all this money to Ukraine. We have to send all this money to Israel. Today's a great day to end all foreign aid. Pull it all back. Everywhere we send money, pull it back. It is, um, it, it's weird. I mean, has, has, has any foreign leader ever had an appointment with an American president and then canceled on him the last minute? <clears throat> Has that ever happened? 
especially a country and this in this uh, that we give billions of dollars to in a climate like this where there are wars going on where has any foreign nation ever canceled an appointment of meeting an american president and not nope we're not doing it dumpster fire doesn't even scratch the surface excuse me think about it the way we're so disgusted with our government today is how we should have been <clears throat> disgusted with them for decades they're just completely exposing who they are and who they have always been 100 percent. and i often say i believe that a lot of american people would not have been woken up to how corrupt our government is without a trump presidency i believe if we did not <clears throat> excuse me have a trump presidency and we had a clinton presidency in lieu of that we would not have been exposed or have recognized because it hasn't been pointed out to us the amount of corruption that happens in the government we know that there was some level and that's why i always say you'll never drain that swamp no matter who who it is but donald trump was able to bring the water level down in the swamp enough that we can see what's really going on and i i, I will stand by that Without a Trump presidency, that there most things would not have occurred. We wouldn't be talking about because uh, we never knew that was happening. It's, you know, in all fairness, I would cancel my meeting with Joe. <laughs> it, <clears throat> yep, the the status quo. That's just 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 the way it is. So Biden responds. This is this is crazy. Biden responds to news of alleged Gaza hospital taxes. Hamas needs to learn how to shoot straight. Can you imagine? Could you imagine the American president <laughs> says, first he called on the other team and then says, yeah, they have to learn how to shoot straight. And we watched some of this video yesterday where he was holding his face. He was all moist and waxy. Moist. Laura Ann loves that word from yesterday. Moist and waxy. He looks like a hospice patient with the whole like, oh, I gotta hold my face. Gotta make sure my my the balls on my chin don't fall off. While Kirby and Blinken look at me like, please don't talk anymore. In a <clears throat> in a recent press interaction aboard Air Force One, Joe Biden made a controversial comment regarding the alleged attack on a Gaza hospital, which again turned out to be a complete fabricated story and, and inflated of what it really was. But again, that's the mainstream media and war propaganda machine for you, and that will never, ever, ever end. When asked about allegations that Israel was responsible for the missile attack, Biden aboard Air Force One told reporters that the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas got to learn how to shoot straight. Don't worry. I'm sure someone in the American government will, will, will probably teach them just that. And there's, look at this. This is this is ridiculous. How about the hospital, sir? People all over the region um, are upset about the hospital and don't necessarily believe uh, you or the Israelis that they didn't have anything to do with it. You have a message to the people in the streets right now. Well, I can understand why in this circumstance they wouldn't believe. I can understand that. And but uh, I would not. You notice I don't say things like that unless I have faith in the source from which I've gotten. Our Defense Department says it's highly unlikely 
kind of Israelis with a, a, a different footprint and they've intercepted some anyway. Yeah. Oh my God. And uh, so that's why, if you notice, I didn't say it first. I, didn't, I wanted to make sure that I knew. And look, and I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it either. It's that old thing, gotta learn how to shoot straight. <laughs> they gotta learn how to shoot straight. Blinking keeps going in and out of the frame like we got to we got to stop. This is another piece of this footage somewhere I saw where John Kirby is. He's speaking and he looks it over at Blinken. And uh, I don't know if you could see right over um, Joey Baseman's shoulder, but that's the afro of the just black uh, enough and uh, queer um, uh, press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, where he, he Kirby looks and mouths like we got to end this. And just we can't have this bag of shit, this old bag of bones, just keep rambling at the press, not making any sense. They have to learn how to shoot straight. It's wild. <laughs> and the whole chin thing, it can't. People can't take this guy seriously. Nothing can be taken seriously. Good morning, ZP twenty three. Why are they trying to keep on oh, my, my, my chat moved? Why they keep, why do they, why are they trying to keep Jordan out of the speaker chair? The same reason they're trying to keep Trump out of the Oval Office. They know. Yeah. And so that, well, that's a problem. If you have, if you have Jim Jordan as speaker, <clears throat> he's Trump influenced big time. So it's like having a Trump surrogate in there. They don't want that. They don't want that at all. <clears throat> so they'll call him an insurrectionist. I haven't had a full cup of coffee yet this morning. This morning was such a such a disaster. Just nothing nothing went right. Bear with me. Anyway. So, yeah, everything is wrong with sleepy Joe Biden. Everything is wrong with the sleepy Joe Biden regime. They are literally a menace to American national security. Abroad and especially here on American soil. I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it. It's that old thing. Gotta learn how to shoot straight. Oh, your hospital got bombed? Gotta learn how to shoot straight, Jack. Where's my choco choco chip ice cream? <laughs> Everything is so wrong with this man. Uh, I mean, again, wherever you stand on the whole Middle East thing, I don't give a shit. I don't care that they're bombing each other. It sucks. Young people are dying. I've seen some pretty horrific footage. I've even seen some footage from some people that um is not out on the on the internet <clears throat> on the interwebs. And it's really uh it's really disturbing of what these animals do. But again, what about what's happening here? We're gonna give away all our money. Our oil reserves are Damn near empty. We don't have any ammo or an, enough ammo to sustain ourselves. And now the military industrial complex is working feverishly to fulfill government contracts for billions of dollars. They're just going to put us more in debt. It's a vicious cycle. His eyes are completely blacked out. Yep. Blinking in the back with his hands on Biden's ass like a puppet. <clears throat> I hear John Kirby is um a real... Real ruthless, cunning, very clever individual and might have a lot of 
um, push around power in the West Wing. I heard that yesterday, but it's 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 going to get interesting. I think in the next few days it's going to get interesting because we have all out now, you know, missile attacks and things happening on Americans. Oh, here it is. Okay, hold on. Stand by a second. I think I have it here. Yeah. <clears throat> They're scared to let him talk. I didn't realize I had I had this up. <laughs> Biden lackey John Kirby, where I don't know. John Kirby might be in the no. John Kirby might be one of the so-called um handlers. Yeah, I think his grasp does run deep, Buck Fight, and I I agree with you. <clears throat> John Kirby currently serves as coordinator for strategic communications at the National Security Council in the Biden White House. Before that, he was Obama's State Department spokesperson. So he's an Obama plant, just like Corrine Jean-Pierre. And with that position, coordinator of strategic communications at the National Security Council um, at the White House, that, that just uh, reads to me as he's Obama's guy that has to keep Joe Biden in check and make sure everything is going according to plan. I, I've said often, <clears throat> and I still say it, that Corrine Jean-Pierre is just a face and an ideology for the public to see every day. Black and gay. Look at me. I'm a black lesbian. And <clears throat> Jesse Lee Peterson. If, you, if, if you're a fan of him, you'll get that, how I said lesbian. And I don't think she has the access to Joe Biden, daily access to Joe Biden, like um, Donald Trump's press secretaries had for him. This is the only time that I remember seeing God, Corrine Jean-Pierre, KJP, with Joe Biden. I, I've never seen these people together anywhere. You know, Blinken, Kirby, KJP, and Joe Biden in the same place. And here they are huddled up on Air Force One. So... They say that the man is as shrewd and clever as he is a partisan hack. But not even his raw talent and impressive resume could prepare him for his current role working for old Joe, the unpredictable dementia patient, patient serving as U.S. president. Here's a picture. <laughs> his Kirby looking at him like biting his lip like, please, trying to use mind power. Please shut up, old man. Please shut up, old man. Don't say anything stupid. It's not as if he will be asked any tough questions or any follow-up questions, but still, Kirby looks completely freaked out. You just never know what direction old Joe is going to take the conversation. They got to learn how to shoot straight. Come on, man. You never know how many sentences he will leave open or how many ridiculous fables he will tell his audience. Oh, we'll get to that. Well, in, he's in, in Israel lying to people about his son Bo being killed in Iraq. And yeah, it's always a crapshoot with old Joe. Kirby's looking around, and there's... There's KJP with him, with her stupid glasses on. I've never seen her this close to Joe Biden, ever. Has anyone else? Has anyone else had any memorable instances where KJP has this, had this proximity to Joe Biden? I truly believe she does not have access to him on a daily basis. It, it leads me almost more to believe, as I look into this, that Kirby is the go-between. That, that a lot of people answer to Kirby and maybe other people that we don't see on a daily basis. 
you know, Blinken, he's in the State Department, whatever, right? Secretary of State. Watch John Kirby as Joe Biden speaks to the press. Now watch this video. This is just watch, watch Kirby. They're scared to let him talk. Look at his eyes. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know who took this video. Just watch Look, Kirby. Like, get us out of here. Get us out of here. Look at him. Look at, look at him. He's trying to interrupt him. Look. He wants to jump in. See? Oh, there you go. Hold on. Let me back up. Watch Kirby. I can play it really slowly. We got to stop this. It looks like he's saying. Hold on. Let me just back it up. Watch Kirby's face. We got to stop. We got to stop. He's like, we need to end it. He just whispered it. Jesus Christ, this guy's lost. And then at some point right after that, you'll be not in this video, but you're able to hear uh, KJP say, all right, that's it, guys. Thank you. That's it, guys. Thank you. And just <clears throat> usher him off. She looks like a white girl in black face. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, I sent a I sent a picture of her a screenshot of her with those glasses and I sent it I texted it yesterday did I use it yesterday it was yesterday I, I sent a text to Roger Stone and I said you gotta be shitting me KJP stole your glasses you know Ro Roger Stone is the king of the uh the round frame black glasses and here's KJP's wearing them. I says, look, she, she, st she stole your fashion look. <laughs> yeah. He didn't like it. Oh, well, <laughs> anyway, you know, you talk about all the people that are working in the Biden regime and the, in the, in government and bureaucratic positions under the Biden regime. And, there was a, I had it, I had it up before, but I, I had gotten rid of it. Apparently, let me just see. Give me one second. Hold on. It's, it's very weird. And I'm looking at it like, ah, all right, here, we'll, we'll go with this first and then we'll, we'll move on. Hold on. Here we go. Let me talk about Joe Biden's. They have these like radical Muslims working in the Biden administration. Um, we'll get into one specific, but this story had come out yesterday. High-ranking Muslims at Biden White House are strongly considering resigning. Islamophobes are targeting them. Fox and Friends Morning co-host Lawrence Jones broke the news this morning. This is yesterday. That several high-ranking Muslim officials in the Biden administration are considering resigning over his Israel policies. A new report from the Daily Beast suggests high-ranking Muslim officials in the Biden White House are considering resigning. They say their communities are frustrated with him and Islamophobes are targeting them and questioning their loyalties. Well, I mean, their loyalties if they're, you know, being you if you're if you're a an American and you happen to be Muslim as a, as a faith and you're working for the United States government, we would hope that your loyalties and faith 
is with the United States and the government and its best interests uh, for our homeland, especially if you're in positions that high up in government. This comes after Joe Biden returns from a disastrous trip to Israel and the Mideast where Muslim leaders refused to meet with him and Biden pushed Hamas to shoot straight with their rockets. <laughs> Apparently, he's hoping Hamas hits their targets and kills more Jews. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. I, could you imagine if any Republican made such a comment? Oh, forget about it. You imagine Donald Trump told Hamas, maybe you should shoot straight. It would be Donald Trump favors Hamas terrorists. Donald Trump hates the Jews. <clears throat> Holy shit. Could you imagine if Donald Trump said, they got to shoot straight. I can't even imagine what the headlines would be. Like the headlines would be printed before the word straight finished coming out of his mouth. Wow. It's, it's, it's wild. So there, there are Muslims that work in the Biden White House that are pissed that he said that and are threatening to resign. I mean, all right. But then you have here, this is interesting. You have terror-loving extremists that have key jobs in U.S. homeland security. Gateway pundit, stunner. Terror-loving extremists has key job at U.S. homeland security. <clears throat> this is interesting. Uh, a key member of the federal bureaucracy, those government employees who are supposed to fulfill the ideals of the American dream, is a pro-Hamas extremist who bashes Israel and promotes its destruction to the point of posting online images of terror terrorists parachuting in regularly. Nejwa Ali, officer at DHS, Washington District of Columbia. <clears throat> this is a LinkedIn and Facebook page, apparently. <clears throat> and then here, October 8th, 12.03 p.m., the day after, the Hamas attack on Israeli civilians, which again, I dropped that link yesterday in the chat and it's over on the Discord on YouTube that IDF posted. It's raw footage. It's really, really bad. I like, just take your typical American neighborhood and have a bunch of gunmen dressed in Adidas pants running around with guns, shooting civilians at red lights and on the street walking their dogs. It's really horrific to see. So October 8th, this Nuja Ali, an officer at the Department of Homeland Security, posts a parachuting terrorist holding a automatic machine gun parachuting in that says Free Palestine. Palestine, Mia Moore, whatever that means. Free Palestine, maybe? <clears throat> a key member of the federal bureaucracy. Yep. Uh, it, a Biden administration official in Department of Homeland Security posts this on social media the day after it happens. It is an investigation daily wire that confirms the U.S. Immigration Enforcement Agency hired Nejwa Ali, a former spokeswoman for the Palestinian Liberation Organization. And then the Department of Homeland Security gave her the authority to decide who can come into America as an immigrant or asylum seeker. Oh, how many terrorist cells did she help come in? Hmm. Her position has not discouraged her from repeatedly posting pictures of Hamas terrorists parachuting in with guns and writing, fuck Israel and any Jew who supports Israel. The Daily Wire confirmed this. 
She worked in 2016 and 2017 for the Palestinian delegation to the United States, which confirms online it was the PLO office in D.C. But she moved into other work when that office was expelled from the country by President Donald Trump, the report said. She secured, so she's a Trump hater, ruined her first job. So she hates MAGA people. She hates conservatives. She hates Americans. She hates Jews. She secured employment as an asylum officer for DHS, applying immigration laws and regulations. Oh, applying immigration laws and regulations. So how many of those has she broken? As an asylum officer, how many, how much money has she been paid under the table by terrorist organizations to allow terrorist cells unvetted into the country, even assist them into getting into the country? Palestine, my Palestine, my love. That's what it means. <clears throat> She's an American asylum uh, officer. Then in January, the report said, oh, she was made an adjudication officer for the United States Customs and Immigration Service, CIS. Explain, explain the report. Though Ali's job at DHS included vetting people to make sure they were not a threat to the country before letting them in, it's not clear that anyone from the agency vetted her. <laughs> oh, my God. Infiltration? That her primary allegiance was to Palestinians, not the United States, was evident from her social media profiles where she posts as Palestine Mia Moore. Oh, that is her social media handle. So Palestine, my love. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter over multiple years, she's posted extremist rhetoric culminating in this month's comments to fuck Israel, the government, and its military. Are you ready for your downfall? Are you ready for some downfall? After Hamas attacked Israel, burning civilian families to death. Jesus. How many more of her are working inside of our government by design? This was planned. Who does she, who, who's handling her? And who handles the vetting process of our government employees? Literally, Donald Trump's campaign put out something uh, yesterday that they're starting um, to uh, recruit interns for the campaign. And I was reading it, and some of the things on there, well, you have to either be enrolled in college or have graduated or be a U.S. veteran. You have to be able to pass a background check, a social media check, where they look at all your social medias. Did our government not do that with the people that were going to work for the government, especially in those positions? Let's look at your social media history. Are you a radical bomb thrower sympathizer? Oh, she is. Oh, let's hire her. We'll make her and who can decide who can come into the country and who can't. She has, while glorifying terrorism, demanded respect our existence or expect resistance. Simple. No apologies. She's unleashed anti-Semitic cartoons online and once stated, a nation that has nothing but Allah has everything it will ever need. She frequently unleashes unleashed obscene rants. While USCIS official Matthew Bork told the Daily Wire the agency condemns anti-Semitism and the use of violent rhetoric and violations are taken very seriously. There apparently has been no retribution for Ali. She told the Daily Wire about her employment. That's none of your fucking business. Mind your business before I call the police. 
If I were you, I'd respectfully hang up the phone right now. The report found that the government agency declined to shed light on the two apparent possibilities that USCIS either knowingly hired a PLO employee who had demonstrated extremist views or was completely in the dark about its own employees, recent employment, and public records. How does something like that go undetected when you're working for the government? They don't look at your social media. I find that hard to believe. I think it was just ignored. I think it was just ignored. Thoughts? How does something like that just get ignored? We are not a serious country at all. Amazing how these people are willing to die for a different little patch of desert. And that's where my argument comes in. All of our military presence that we're sending there, 15,000 troops on two aircraft carriers, 4,000 troops, uh, Marines and sailors on an amphibious task force, fighter jets in the region, 2,000 and possibly more troops that might be going to the region. We have uh, Delta Force and, and other special forces in Israel already. They were the first responders there, uh, which, by the way, Biden doxed. Well, the White House doxed, no, but not Biden himself. He wouldn't know how to post a photo, but we'll get into that in a minute. But I, I just want to, first, I want to take a sip of coffee. And since we're an hour in, let's... Uh, Let's do it. MyPatriotCigars.com. We got to do it. The best and most patriotic cigar commercial in America. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA. 25% off. Free shipping on orders over $100. Get them. The new shipment coming from the factory, because... Inventory is running low, thanks to all of you great supporters of the of the uh, the brand. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. Do me a favor, take a minute, hit the thumbs up, leave a comment in the comment section where your comment will live forever in Rumble World and not disappear in the live chat shortly after the show ends, which I, I it's funny because we always have great stuff going on in the chat, and I wish there was a function where you could we're like the chat they should automatically have the chat become the comments of the video after that'd be something that just great to, to happen 
uh, I don't think YouTube doesn't do that. It'd be great if they could figure out a way to do that and say, hey, you're in the chat, but you can go back and read the whole chat. I don't think there's a way to do it. I can't find a way to do it, but you should uh, definitely leave a comment if you have a good point or you just want to tell me to fuck off or whatever it is because the comments help juice the algorithm in Rumble World. And I've been learning some things about the Rumble algorithm, and it looks like some good things are going to be happening with the platform coming uh, soon. And that's why I chose Rumble to be the primary platform for the show. I, I won't uh, I won't pick anywhere else to to stream primarily. And uh, yeah, the only way to be fired from the federal government is to be a white Christian Trump supporter. You're a white nationalist. Jimmy Kimmel. I didn't even realize that the night shows were back, apparently. Jimmy Kimmel. Let me see if I could pull that up. Stand by. Jimmy Kimmel took a shot at Laura Loomer the other night. Can you imagine being that desperate that you have to go after just an independent investigative reporter? I mean, who's fire, by the way? Let's not kid ourselves. Laura Loomer is, is great, and I'm, I'm happy to call her a friend. We speak often, which, by the way, she has a new show on Rumble, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. live, Eastern, on Rumble, and she's killing it. She did her second show last night. Her first show was on Tuesday with Roger Stone and a tremendous viewership. Uh, again, we're just, I think, working out details where Patriot Cigar Company is probably going to sponsor her show. She uh, She's really coming a long way. I'm just, give me one second, because this is this is quite interesting. The loser, Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, that's how you know Laura Loomer's over the target. When you know, Laura Loomer's a Jew. She's like, I'm Jewish. I can't, I can't be like a white nationalist. And because she's done this big expose on Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, targeting Trump for political reasons, um... Jimmy Kimmel went on and decided to target her looks. I, again, I had, I had no idea the night that the shows were even back. I thought everybody was on strike and these people can't have shows because they don't know how to do anything on their own. But just listen to this just piece of shit. Interesting. The only court dates Trump goes to in person are the ones involving money. The criminal trials, <laughs> nothing. If he loses this, Trump could lose his properties and businesses in New York. Tanny Soprano... <laughs> In order to attend a live screening of any of these late night shows, do you have to just be a fucking horrible person? Do you have to show your I'm a really fucking horrible person, disgusting, progressive Democrat ID at the door? Like, they, these people that they allow into these screaming, into these screenings, they're applauding an American for losing their livelihood and properties who's not even convicted of any crimes because they're trained Trump haters. I'm, I'm imagining there are applause signs in here and there, but that's something you wouldn't applaud for unless you sincerely believed it deep in your heart that Donald Trump is that bad of a person. All of these people when they line up to get into the Kimmel show, you know how they used to, the Nazis used to slap the orange Jewish stars on the Jews before they sent them to camps. 
they should take just a sign and 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 staple it to the chests of all of these people that just says i'm a cunt <laughs> was apparently so upset during the the proceedings today the judge had to tell him to be quiet he was shaking his head he was throwing his hands in the air he's making loud groaning noises melania had to leave the room she was worried he might be in the mood and um by the way all that's not, not true that, he did a particularly vile thing the judge in the case issued a gag order instructing him not to attack staffers in his court and still trump posted an article that included what appears to be attorney general letitia james's home address he's such a scumbag you sometimes forget he's a dick too but <laughs> this address was uh, in the body of an article by laura loomer who's a trump supporter a conspiracy theorist, a white nationalist. Conspiracy theorist, white nationalist. She's a Jew who uncovers with receipts and facts pieces of shit like Jimmy Kimmel and Republicans. He should love Laura Loomer because she literally exposes and attacks Republicans, the people that Jimmy Kimmel hate, all because she's a, a Trump loyalist. <sighs> and this season's hottest selling Halloween mask. <laughs> nice lady. But meanwhile, it was another day of disarray in Congress. It's now been two weeks since Republicans opened the Matt Gates of hell and threw away the key. We are no steps closer to getting a Speaker of the House after yet another. Nobody cares. So. And that's the thing, Laura Ann. They didn't install fake laughter. Like, those people are actually clapping and laughing because conservatives don't go to the Jimmy Kimmel show. Republicans don't go to the Jimmy Kimmel show. Piece of shit, or maybe moderates who hate Trump, but just pieces of shit that hate MAGA Republicans that love Jimmy Kimmel because you can't go, go to these shows. Like, those are real just sick Trump-hating, America-hating, MAGA-hating liberals. I mean, that is, that is what that is. But, you know, Laura Loomer went on the attack a little bit with him. Um, she attacked his wife's looks. You know, I don't know if he responded, but, you know, remember, Jimmy Kimmel was just a, a filthy, disgusting humanizer. Oh, humanizer. Womanizer. Humanizer. Listen to me. No, my brain was on euthanization as I was staring at Jimmy Kimmel. I was literally thinking human euthanasia should be made legal. And here I'm, then I'm saying humanizer and I meant womanizer. <laughs> Remember when he used to co-host the man show and that was okay and everybody still loved him? Remember that? Remember when he used to do this to women on the man show? Remember this? Tell us what you think. Remember this? Sniffing women. I mean, you think, that, that she's, you think that she's, you think that she's attractive or not? Take another look at her. It's funny, you, 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 you could, oh, he, he, oh, he did blackface like Trudeau too? You really, look at this woman right here. It almost looks like he's coming up and he's sniffing someone that almost looks like Laura Loomer. I think he's secretly attracted to Laura Loomer, to be honest with you. I think he probably is a little aroused at the way Laura Loomer handles herself and speaks about people. <clears throat> they have to install 
Oh, or they're paid to do it. I don't know. I've so in in the past, I've years ago, I've gone to a few shows similar, and yeah, they don't they don't pay you to go. You, you, usually, they give you free tickets. Um, it's usually always the tickets are free. They just want to fill the audience to get that live studio audience uh, feel. Sometimes there are giveaways, but they're they're not they're not paying anybody. Well, I've never gotten paid, and I, I've been to again years ago. I was at a Geraldo. I was at a, a Springer. I, I was at uh, a bunch of them, but and they're all clown weird people that go there. Kimmel, the OG of blackface. That's right. I'd forgotten that he did blackface. Also, now now that you bring it up, but this is what they do. They know they're not funny. They know they need writers. Jimmy Kimmel. These guys can't have a show without without writers. Oh, let's go after Laura Loomer and Donald Trump because, you know, he's and, and Letitia. Come on. Come on. If you're not following Laura Loomer, you're doing yourself a disservice. Make sure you're following her on Twitter. And while you're at it, make sure you're following me. My social media is in the ticker. Really, uh, the ticker below. Twitter and Instagram are really the only ones I regularly use. Truth here and there, but it's just, truth is too much of an echo chamber for me. I like to be in the battle, you know, so to speak. But, yeah, isn't it... Uh, it's wild. It's wild. So I wanted to get back to listen. It's Freedom Friday, so I'm just I'm going to keep going. I have some things that I want to uh, I want to cover. And listen, if there's stuff in the chat you guys got, I'll bring up the chat in a little bit too. Um, feel free. You got any questions? You want to talk about something? I'm not on any time constraints today, so if uh, we can get to that too, <clears throat> give me one second. All right. So. The insurrection 2.0 that happened, uh, that nobody's talking about anymore. You know, it, it came, it went. Some people got arrested. Um, nobody's really pushing for, I don't know, the Capitol Police to do much or the FBI to kick down doors and track facial recognition and cell phone records and things like that, which they're not going to do because it wasn't MAGA hat wearing Republicans. Um, yeah, they're attacking Laura because she is extremely effective. She's unbelievably effective. She is. She's really, really, really. Um, we we need a hundred Laura Loomers. If it would be, she needs a she needs a task force. It would be, it would be tremendous. Like I heard, Tucker Carlson just got a fifteen million dollar investment. Um, from I don't know from who, um, to do his uh, media company that he wants to do. I read that yesterday somewhere. I believe it was fifteen million dollars to do what he wants to do in media, which would be huge. Can you imagine if Tucker Carlson was able to put something together, a network, and just dominate? I mean, the guy dominates on Twitter every time he's on, but imagine what he can do with real big money behind him and an actual infrastructure, a network infrastructure, other than just putting videos on, on, on Twitter. And then imagine if that happens and it grew that much and he saw a spot where... Laura Loomer could do exactly what she's doing without any restrictions. That's the most important part. But have the money and resources behind her that would make her unstoppable of going after people, that would be huge. And Laura Loomer and Tucker Carlson both would deserve something like that because of the work that they do. And uh, I, I like Tucker Carlson much more now than I did when he was with Fox because – and even he admitted it that he was so – uh, restricted with Fox, but it is what it is. Anyway, insurrection 2.0. Organizers behind pro-Palestinian insurrection at Capitol have pro-terror history. 
Here's a picture. This is Breitbart. Mourn the dead and fight like hell for the living. Fight like hell? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't that term fight like hell become criminalized the moment it came out of Donald Trump's mouth? Am I missing something here? Fight like hell? Mourn the dead and fight like hell for the living. The pro-Palestinian protesters who staged an insurrection, that's what it was. Congress was in session. We're trying to get a a a speaker of the House elected here. They staged an insurrection Wednesday by illegally, illegally occupying a Capitol office building. Were led in part by a group that calls itself Jewish Voice for Peace, JVP but has a history of supporting Palestinian terrorists. Pro-Palestinian protesters who want a ceasefire that would benefit the Hamas terrorist organization in Gaza stormed the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday and staged a protest inside the cannon rotunda that one observer likened to an insurrection. Now, I still keep hearing the reports that AOC did die twice that day, but she is fine making cringy videos and chopping lemons wearing Tax the Rich $80 sweatshirts that she sells on her website in her D.C. condo. She's okay. AOC's okay, but she did die twice that day. The Cannon Rotunda is part of the Cannon House office building. It is separate from the iconic Capitol building, but is considered part of the Capitol complex. It is the oldest congressional office building on Capitol Hill. Terrorist lover, terrorist herself, Representative Rashida Tlaib, who falsely accused Israel of bombing a Gaza hospital Tuesday, addressed the protesters. She should be arrested for inciting violence and inciting a riot. Capitol Police, we warned a tweet they put out on the 18th. We warned the protesters to stop demonstrating, and they did not comply. We began arresting them. Arrests in the Cannon Rotunda and the rolling road closures are ongoing. Amongst these arrests, three people have been arrested and charged with assault on a police officer during processing. So... Those people that were that assaulted police officers during processing should be getting minimum of 10 years, like January Sixers, who sat in jail for two years and then got sentenced for 10 years for assaulting police officers on January 6th. So the 1018ers, the October 18ers, whatever you want to call them, the insurrectionists. Those people should be sitting in a gulag somewhere in D.C. for a minimum of two years awaiting trial for assaulting a Capitol Police officer and trespassing and interfering with an official proceeding, right? Right? That, that's what happens now. Right? We have precedent, right? She did. AOC did die twice. It was tragic. And, uh, but she's fine now. The insurrection's over and she's fine. At first, they thought it was just a rape, but then they were like, oh, shit, she died twice. She's okay. The demonstration, it noted, was organized jointly by the Jewish Voice for Peace, JVP, and if not now, both radical left-wing organizations that oppose the state of Israel. So it's okay for the United States government. It's okay for the FBI. They are radical left-wing organizations. If not now, supports radical anti-Israel reps, Tlaib and Representative... Ilhan Omar, the other terrorist living in our Congress, brother fucker. Yeah. 
if not now, seeks to disrupt the connections that many American Jewish organizations have with Israel. It blames American Jewish support for Israel for the persistence of the Israeli occupation of Judea and Samaria, the West Bank. Though most Palestinians in that territory live under the administration of the Palestinian Authority. In addition to staging sit-ins and protests, members of If Not Now attempt to infiltrate Jewish summer camps and tours of Israel, where they launch demonstrations or expose the mainstream Jewish community to anti-Israel propaganda. In one episode in 2018, members of If Not Now were arrested while reciting the Kaddish, the traditional Jewish prayer for the dead, near the offices of the Jewish Federation of Greater Los Angeles, memorializing Palestinians killed in protests at the Gaza border. Whatever. Recently, JVP, JVP spoke at a free Palestine rally in Dearborn, Michigan that defended Hamas. The JVP representative did not criticize the terror attack against Israelis, but did ironically criticize peace agreements between Israel and Arab states. Again, the... Black Lives Matter Chicago chapter took to X to defend uh, O'Day in the aftermath of Hamas's terrorist attacks on Israel, which left over 1,400 dead. We know that. BLM, these organizations, they're all one and the same. They're all tied in with each other. And they were allowed to do it. Here, can you imagine... Yeah, this is what BLM puts out. I stand with Palestine with the parachuting terrorists coming in with the Palestine flag. They had since deleted it. This was put out on the 10th. For what, two days after? Three days after, whenever it was? When October 7th, the, the Hamas attacked Israel? Yeah. It's, uh... They're domestic terrorists. When is Black Lives Matter going to be put on the domestic terrorist list? <clears throat> when are these other organizations going to be put on the domestic terrorist list? Is everyone in that rotunda and the ones that took over the press portion of the Capitol uh, cannon building there where the press usually uh, does interviews with uh, members of Congress, are they all going to be hunted down by the FBI? Are they all going to have bearcats on their lawns and flash grenades thrown in their front doors? Are they going to be posted everywhere on an FBI most wanted list? No. This was all okay. But let's not forget and let's keep track, and hopefully other people will, of what happens to those people that assaulted Capitol Police officers during the processing of their arrests during this insurrection. Did the Capitol Police let them in too? Did they move barricades to allow them in? Yeah. A brother fucker who was a daughter of her uncle dad. <laughs> it's all just so sick. It's all sick. And we're over here propelling ourselves into World War Three. Yeah. World War Three watch. Drones attack US military base in Syria. Injuries reported. At least two drones attacked the Al. El Tanf Garrison Base in southern Syria on Thursday, the Associated Press reported. One drone was shot down, but the other caused injuries. A military base in southern Syria where U.S. troops have maintained a presence to train forces as part of a broad campaign against the Islamic State group was attacked by drones on Thursday, two U.S. officials told the Associated Press. One drone was shot down, but another caused 
in minor injuries said one of the officials who spoke on condition of, of course, wanted to be anonymous to discuss the matter before an official announcement about the incident. The attacks follow similar drone strikes over the past few days against U.S. and coalition bases in Iraq amid simmering anger in the region after an explosion at a Gaza hospital killed hundreds of people, which we found out didn't kill hundreds of people. It was all a lie. It was like 50 to 100 people, and it wasn't – It again, I didn't even look – I don't care about this hospital, but now our our – U.S. forces are getting attacked by drones. According to the Associated Press, the Turkish drone, which was reportedly armed, was too close to U.S. troops in Syria and was shot down after more than a dozen warnings. And that was very early on. Here, this was on on the 5th. This was before Hamas went into, right? The 5th was before Hamas went into, uh, into Israel. And this is just a quick clip. So we shot down a Turkish drone. That was too close and would not move uh, out of the area after a lot of warnings, whatever, whoever they were warning. Tensions are escalating in the Middle East after Hamas terrorists earlier this month. The Biden regime has discussed using U.S. military forces if Lebanon-based Hezbollah terrorists attack Israel with rockets. This is a developing story, and they already are. They, they already are. Uh, when in, when do we get notified that we are in full-fledged war? Yeah, this is this is another one which should be moved over here. Give me one second. Iranian-backed uh, Houthi militants fire missiles at U.S. Navy destroyer off course coast of Yemen. So now, so we have a we have. Even more so, we have more Navy. Uh, could we have all the associated ships that go with the strike group? So here, this is the USS Carn, the U.S. Carney, right? Iranian-backed Houthi militants fire missiles at U.S. Navy destroyer off coast of Yemen. Update: U.S. intercepted missiles say they were aimed at Israel. The American military is on heightened alert as they monitor any acts of aggression by or activity by Iranian-backed groups in the Middle East following the horrific attack on innocent Israelis by the Iran. Iran, <laughs> Iran-backed Hamas terror group. On Wednesday, multiple missiles were fired at the USS Carney, a Navy destroyer on the coast of Yemen in the Red Sea. According to Open Source Intelligence Monitor, Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder has confirmed that the USS Carney did shoot down three land attack cruise missiles, as well as several drones launched by Houthi forces in Yemen last night over the Red Sea. Open Source Intelligent Monitor claims that Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder has stated that the Iran-backed Houthi targets is currently unknown, but they are believed to have possibly be heading for Israel. Do you think they were heading for Israel? Or do you think they were they were shooting at the at the at the ship, the USS Carney? The U.S. Department of Defense has stated that any kind of response to the cruise missile and drone launches last night by the Houthis in Yemen and the attack on Al Assad Air Base will come at a time and manner of our choosing. According to a U.S. official, the missiles were launched by Iranian-backed Houthi militants in Yemen. Approximately two to three missiles were intercepted. Now, Iran is going to keep provoking. They're moving missiles, it seems. They are funding. Iran's top general threatens to attack Israel. President says termination imminent. The head of the Iranian Armed Forces, Major General Mohammad Hussein Bagheri, 
suggested in a conversation on Thursday with Russian Defense Minister uh, Sergei Shogu, whatever, that continued American and other international support for Israel could make other actors intervene against it. Iran wants they're in, but they want to be they want to be balls deep in. Iran wants to kill Americans. They're, I mean, they're funding it. They're funding it. Iran is staging an attack on all fronts against Israel through its terrorist proxies, taking advantage of Israel's internal dissent and the Biden administration's attempt to isolate the government of Benjamin Netanyahu. And we're going to fall for all this, and we're going to get involved, and it's going to it's going to cost us dearly. Yeah, it, it's it really is tiresome, and I believe it is going to get uh, significantly worse, unfortunately. And while that's going on, you just still have Biden walking around like a waxy, moist uh, hospice patient. And, you know, in uh, Israel, just telling more lies, like about his son, Bo. Biden tells my son, Bo, killed in Iraq. Lies to Israeli doctor. Well, in Israel on Wednesday, Joe Biden met with families, first responders, and other medical staff affected by the October 7th Hamas terrorist attack on Israel. Why does he have to keep lying? Is he just, does it just happen? Is he that much of a pathological liar or is he just senile enough where these stories pop in his head and now they just keep coming out knowing that he wasn't senile when he lied about them time and time again years ago? Are they just implanted in the senile part of the brain and programmed to come out at certain points? One doctor who said she immigrated to Israel from New York eight years ago told Biden how she and Israelis treat Palestinian patients the same as they treat Israelis. Let's get to the video. Let's see. Oh, wow, I didn't even realize it's six minutes. We'll see. Hold on. They broke into the house, killed five terrorists, and saved my parents with no harm at all. It's a heroic story of them. <laughs> Can I just stop for a second? Whatever this guy's telling, he's telling his great story about killing terrorists. Joe Biden's response was to grab this guy's bicep and squeeze it and raise his eyebrows to the woman standing in front of him. This is the American president. It's, it's a fucking clown show. It's a fucking clown show. And, uh, and another thing I would like personally to tell you that thank you for your support in the way that you are your friend of Israel. And I, I'm appreciate it. Thank you so much. Can you let go over hand? Thanks to her. I bet his hand is so waxy and moist. I'm very excited and I'm very honored to meet you. Oh, here we go. We're going in. We're going in for the sniff. Oh, my God. He's like, all right, I'm done with you. Get out of my way. 
I'm an American, Jew in Israel, and I, we have uh, 7,000 first responders, United Hatzalah, who are spread around Israel. Our response is usually 90 seconds, and we were there in the first moments seeing the atrocities that happened. We saw women that were raped and then murdered, children, little babies that were torn around, taken away from their parents, murdered in front of their parents, heads chopped off. Our volunteers were brave. We have two volunteers who were murdered. One of them is an Arab, Waxy one Arab volunteer of United Atzalah. And one Jewish volunteer of United Atzalah, one was captured in nine hours. He was tied to a pole while they were shooting other people. And we have two volunteers who were in Gaza now, captured by the terrorists, and eight volunteers injured. We were very proud to serve the people in Israel. A lot of us are Americans. And look at his head. Look at Joe Biden's back of his head. Of every emergency. And his hair. We're so proud that you, the president of the United States, he's came a, here to Israel he's a to corpse. this country. You uplifted the whole spirit in this country and all the Jewish people in the world. So I want to thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. Thank you. He didn't do anything. He just wants to throw and use you to throw money to Ukraine. Your Dana Coca moved here from New York eight years ago. Here we go. Pediatric emergency medicine. Um, the very day I received calls from the hospital to prepare for a mass casualty event, the likes of which I never could have prepared for it in my life. And I treated wounded people, soldiers, civilians, but mostly the children, as I am a pediatrician. So babies burned in their mother's arms. Some with stories that I don't think they'll ever recover from. I treat Palestinian children. I treat Jewish children. I treat Arab Israeli children. Are those children. hair plugs? And when my resident calls me at home at night that somebody is not doing well, I don't ask where they're from. We currently in the hospital I work in over 50 Palestinian families, and we treat them the same as ours. Asking for some medical assistance attention to our children. Weekend at Bernie's. I got a phone call saying my wife and daughter were dead. My two boys were dead. I got a phone call my son, Rick, killed. I understand. Did you just hear what he said? Did you just hear? This was this was the reason I'm playing the video. I got to back up a second. Hold on. He got the phone call that his wife and daughter were dead. That was the car accident, right? That was the car accident. His first wife. Well, listen to this. I got a phone call. My son in Iraq got killed. Your son was the attorney general <clears throat> of Delaware, and he died of brain cancer. Did we forget that whole part of life? Did we forget all of that? Look at the hair plugs. I, are those hair plugs? The, the waxy, moist? I mean, this is unbelievable. A walking corpse isn't the word. Joe Biden didn't hear a word any of these guys said. And Laura, I, Laura Ann, I hear you. Um, where did you just say it? I hate Hamas, but I don't trust what anyone is saying on either side. I agree with you when it comes to the government. When it comes to the people, it's a different story. Uh, and I have, so I was a New York City paramedic and I have a, a friend who's still there who was volunteering um, as, a, as a medic there on a, on a medical team. 
Uh, and he had served years ago back when he was like 18 years old with the IDF. And, you know, I'd since moved to New York and he, he went back with some people, uh, medics and physicians assistants there with uh, just treating people. And I was texting with him not too, a few days ago. And I actually texted him yesterday how things are going, but I didn't hear back from him. And uh, he said it's bad. I, it, things that these people are are describing, and these aren't. This isn't Israeli government right here. There's a doctor, and that guy's a. They're both uh, Americans. She moved from New York. I don't know where he's from, but he's dual citizenship, and he works. Yeah, United Hatzala, which is a, a a tremendous Orthodox Jewish ambulance service. Um, they're all over New York City, all over everywhere. Cities all over, and. Um, he, my friend is saying the same thing. And he's, in, he's a New York City paramedic. He's like, the things that they're seeing are unbelievable. I say never believe the government, but you could probably hear uh, a lot from citizens on the ground that are involved in some of the medical treatment of people. And he said the same thing. He said, listen, he, he's treating Palestinians, you know, uh, so many, so many people and, and a lot of people got hurt. Go watch that YouTube video of all of the closed circuit TV cameras and neighborhoods and dash cams. And then the cameras of, of Hamas themselves, the raw videos that I, I put in the chat in the, uh, yesterday. It's, uh, it's wild. Stop stealing, stop stealing value. You reptilian piece of shit. <laughs> it is awful for people on the ground. And I, and I, like I said, my friend who, uh, Still to this day is a paramedic. I don't know how the fuck he does it. I couldn't do it anymore. He um he said it's it's wild. But this this guy, he's not listening to any of these people. He just found an excuse to to go to the next senile program and say that he got a call about his son dead in Iraq. Your son was the attorney general of Delaware. He died of brain cancer. Does she not know that? Or is she just humoring this old man? He's a walking zombie. He doesn't care what any of these people are saying. It's it's wild. It's wild. And then this is this is this is the good one. This. This is unbelievable. The White House literally doxed members of Delta Force and Special Forces. National security breach. White House posts then deletes photo of Biden meeting U.S. troops in Israel. The White House posted a photo with social media pages on Wednesday of Joe Biden meeting in Israel with what the White House called first responders. They're actually U.S. troops. Photo was later deleted from postings on White House accounts, Instagram, Facebook, and X, Twitter. The photo showed Biden greeting several U.S. troops in a room with U.S. and Israeli flags set in front of blue drapes, the photo was captioned in Israel. President Biden met with first responders to thank them for their bravery and the work they're doing in response to the Hamas terrorist attacks. The screen caption of the post on Instagram was edited to protect the identities of the U.S. troops in the photo. This writer saw the original photo on the White House X Twitter feed on Wednesday that showed the faces of the soldiers. The faces were, and there's still photos out there, unfortunately. I, I saw last night. On Twitter, there are foreign nationals that hate America that have gotten the photo before they were blacked out and before the fucking White House deleted the mistake that the fatal possible fatal mistake that they made. And it's being circulated around for terrorist groups to look for these individuals. They're members of special forces, whether they're Delta, Rangers, whatever they are. They're special forces. These are trophies, the terrorist organizations. 
these people, if caught, would be dismembered in the streets of Gaza, dismembered in the streets of any Muslim, radical, scumbag, goat-fucking city. And this piece-of-shit administration basically signed their death warrants for them to be able to identify it, at least four of them in this photo. And the other problem I have with this photo, not that it matters because it's circulating among billions of people now, is even the, the guy who, he, who's shaking Biden's hand, the identifying tattoos on their arms. I go back to what Trump said. These goat fuckers are very smart. They're very, very clever. You don't think there are blown up pictures of these people in every fucking terrorist hands hunting Americans? They cannot wait for America to get into this war. You think having a few aircraft carriers and fighter jets and destroyers out in the Mediterranean Sea are going to intimidate these goat fuckers who want to die, who are prepared to die for their religious ideologies and sickness in their head? They're okay with their God. Their God is sending them there to serve. They want to kill everyone. They want to kill Americans. No, this wasn't an accident. I agree. Did they think they were going to get away with it? They got away with posting it, but did they, did they think they were not going to get called out on it? Who decides to post that shit? I, I would really hope, I would really hope that the person that did this under severe distress and and pressure was fired and maybe even investigated like the other pro Hamas and pro Muslim terrorist employee in the DHS that we just spoke about who wasn't vetted who worked for the PLO these people have families they shouldn't even be there they shouldn't even fucking be there none of us should be there I'd love to see just all of our resources just stop dead in their tracks and turn around and say, this, is, this isn't for us. We're out. It's, it's wild. It is wild. An error of this magnitude would provoke calls for impeachment of President Trump. 100%. Everyone would be calling to impeach Donald Trump because he signed the death warrant and put American soldiers in harm's way. There are, there are photos of this, of the, this photo circulating around every goat fucker with a weapon and say, if you, you will be praised if you bring back this trophy and you kill an American serviceman, especially special forces. 100% an error of this magnitude would provoke calls for impeachment of President Trump. They would be screaming it on MSNBC, on CNN, and of course by the likes of that piece of shit Eric Swallow as well, the Democrat out of California who likes to fart on live TV, Adam Schiff, watermelon head. But there's crickets. No one's saying anything in the media, or no Democrats are saying anything that this photo was leaked like this. Credit to Sam Shoemate for calling out the White House. Sam Shoemate on Twitter was the one who called it out. The White House media team shared this picture last night. I added the black boxes. This guy added the black boxes. Without blurring or censoring the faces of the Delta Force. The Delta Force operators' faces. 
They deleted it an hour later after hundreds of thousands had already viewed it. Millions had already viewed it hours later. There are nationals that still have the original photo. Massive failure on the Biden administration. There are, there are foreign nationals that still have this photo and posting it on Twitter. I found a couple last night literally praising that it happened, that these people were happy that these people were identified and hopefully that they're hunted down. Twitter's not removing this photo. If you come across this photo unblocked, I came across two last night and I sat there. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and my eyes just could not close again. And I, I start scrolling and I found the pictures that were unblocked, uncensored. And I kept mass reporting them. And I didn't want to share it and say report it because I don't want it to be shared anymore. And I'm happy that there were very small accounts. Maybe they're bot accounts. One was from Germany. And they weren't shared much from those accounts. But who knows how many other people have them. Everyone has them. Hamas has them. It's just something small to keep in the back of their heads in case you come across these guys. They send out an apology memo. Fuck them and their apologies. They do it on purpose. They are disgusting. They don't care. They don't care. They need to use Israel now as a vessel to send more money to Ukraine. And I will tell you this. Those of you that pounded the phone lines to tell members of Congress to vote for Jim Jordan for speaker, whether that's going to happen today or not, I don't know. I haven't even looked at supposedly there was a – hold on one second, people. He held a press conference at 8 o'clock this morning. Let's see if there's any video of it. Let's see. Hold on. The American, this just 815 this morning. The American people are thirsty for change, hungry for leadership. Jim Jordan holds a press conference before today's vote for speaker. But before that, I just want to, I just want to um, just get back to this really quick. Just finish up with this. This just goes to show again, the blatant failures on purpose of this administration. And this is why, 100% on purpose, 100%, total trash. This is why the Biden regime and everyone associated with it is the largest threat to American national security and our great republic. It's not MAGA Republicans. It's not Republicans. It's not Trump supporters. It's not Donald Trump. Because this would not be happening under Donald Trump. These Delta Force operators would not be in danger. Their families in danger under Donald Trump. Because it just doesn't go as far as this. If they can identify these Delta Force operators and figure out where in the country they're from, it's not hard to find people. I used to make a living out of doing it back in the day. For private investigators, I was a master at finding people. Sometimes I just needed a photo. And I, I, I'm a master 
at identifying individuals, especially with the use of the tools on the internet. And then they identify their families and we have terrorist groups because we know we have many of the terrorist sympathizers in the United States, along with all of these people that have come in through the border. Who knows who the fuck they are and what they're here for, what their mission is. And then they find their families and their kids get their heads chopped off in the middle of a Texas town, in the middle of a Ohio town, wherever the fuck these people might be from. The Biden administration, I will say this now because I, I truly believe we are going to get entrenched more than we already are, boots on the ground in this Middle Eastern war on multiple fronts. We are going to lose Americans. And if you are going to sit there and say that the blood of American troops are not on the entire Biden regime's hands, then you're out of your fucking mind. But I will tell you, they will find a way and a narrative to spin to say that this is Donald Trump's fault. And this is why he, another reason we cannot allow him to come into the White House. Because I am Joe Biden and I am a moist, waxy, wartime president that shits himself, that cannot be coherent and lies. And I have to stay in office because we're at war, people. And Americans are dying and it's all Donald Trump's fault. Yeah. And the wheels on the toaster go round and round. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. Congress is fucked up. Fuck all these, fuck all these people, these members of Congress. I'm tired of them all. I'm tired of them all. Nobody's getting a dime from me. If you're, if you're donating to members of Congress, stop. Unless they're true America first and they're the will of the people, I'll give Corey Mills money. There are other people I'll, I'll give money to for their campaigns. Or people that are not in Congress that we want in Congress. J.R. Majewski. You want to donate money to somebody who should, who should be in Congress? J.R. Majewski, Ohio's 9th District. Good friend of mine. Joe Kent, Washington State. People that got fucked in the ass by Kevin McCarthy. Because they weren't establishment enough for him. And they wouldn't... When he went and fundraised for them, they wouldn't bend the knee and say that they would vote for him for speaker. They told him, well, I, I, can't, I can't confirm that now. I'm not even in Congress. I can't give you that confirmation. So he fucked them all. And here, Jim Jordan. Not my first choice. Okay, 22 holdouts on him for selfish reasons. They're not legislating and not voting for the will of the people. Truthfully, this administration hates this country and what its founders stood for. They want to destroy it as a country, 100%. This leaked photo is part of the destruction. They're all into the climate change and new world order and one world government and all this globalist control bullshit. Fuck them all. The guy McHenry that's the pro speaker, the, uh, the temporary speaker um, that they were, were, were wanted to give temporary powers to, which most Republicans don't want to do, all the guy does is know how to fundraise with finance uh, companies and banks. Look at his FEC reports. It's wild. Every insurance company, every bank, big pharma, when you look in some of these big pharma companies or laboratory companies that are making, you know, designing medicines to better the world, you start going into their missions and they, they start talking about climate change. One of them has this 2030, year 2030 vision. That's the little bow tie wearing guys, the, the guy who's the temporary speaker, the McCarthy 2.0 the people that give him money. He doesn't care about Americans. None of these, they fucking hate you. All of them hate you. 
the Uniparty, they all hate you. 95, 96, 98% of Congress fucking hates you. They're there for themselves. All of them. Republicans, Democrats. Let's see if this video, is this video from today? Let's see. We're going to tour the um, Wright Brothers homes. And we said, we said great. We, we enjoy history. Let's, let's learn about these amazing two Americans. And so we go there. And uh, we paid the lady at the door $5 from the Historical Society. And you go on this tour and you learn all these amazing things about the Wright Brothers. You learn about the bicycle shop and the other things, the, the gadgets and gizmos they tinkered with and built. Fascinating tour. Last stop on the tour is Orville Wright's uh, bedroom. And they tell you a few more things about this particular Wright brother. And then they close the tour out by showing you two pictures. First picture they hold up, that very first flight, 1903 in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, in this thing they called a plane. And you first, first, first thought you'd see that and you'd say, how did that thing get off the ground? And the truth is it barely did. Flew like 100 feet, got a few feet off the ground. And you're thinking about that. And you sort of remember that picture from eighth grade, ninth grade, whenever they teach you that in school. And I thought, well, that, that's amazing. They put that picture down, and then they hold up a second picture. 44 years later, 1947, Chuck Yeager breaking the sound barrier in a jet. And I was like, wow, that I didn't know. That's amazing. And 44 years about ago, any of this. two guys flying 100 feet to another American, breaking the sound barrier in a jet. And literally, that was the end of the tour. They put that picture down, and Polly and I start walking out. And as we're walking out that door, it hit me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why did they stop there? I represent Wapakoneta, Ohio, Allglaze County, Ohio, hometown of Neil Armstrong, who 22 years after Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier, steps on the moon. Stop and think about it. In 66 years. Did he really step on the moon, lifetime, though? We went from two guys <laughs> flying 100 feet to putting a man on the moon. Did we put a man on a the moon, though? Country, a great what do you country, think? the greatest country, in my judgment, made up of great people. And right now, those people, I think, are starting to doubt and wonder about their government and about where our nation is headed. In the toilet? They see an open border. They see crime in the streets. They know what it costs to put gas in their car. They know what it costs to put food on the table. They see a war in Israel, our strongest ally, Israel, and what's happening there and the help that Israel needs. And they see a government that's been weaponized against we, the people. The very government that's supposed to serve us has been turned on the taxpayers who pay for it. I think the American people are thirsty for change. I think they are hungry for leadership. And frankly, they know that the White House can't provide it. They know the Senate won't lead. And they are looking for House Republicans to step up and lead and make change on these important issues. No more federal uh, we got important work foreign aid. Important work to do. We need to help Israel. We need to get the appropriations process moving so that the key elements of our government are tired of hearing about Israel, right way, particularly our military. They get help every year. We need to get back to our committee work. And frankly, we need to continue the oversight work that I think is so darn important. In short, we need to get to work for the American people. We need to do what we said we were going to do. We need to do what we told them we were going to do when they elected us and put us in office. And frankly, we can't do that if the House isn't open. If the, we can't. 
we can't open the house until we get a speaker. My favorite scripture verse is 2 Timothy 4, 7. Paul's the old guy giving advice to the young guy, Timothy. And he says, fight the good fight, finish the course, keep the faith. And I tell folks, I love that verse because of the action in it. Because of the word. Americans aren't timid folks. They are people of action. They're tired of the bullshit. And the words in that verse, fight, finish, keep, I think fit the American spirit. Americans expect their government to fight for them. They expect us to finish this our work. This was the press conference this morning. They expect us to keep faith with the principles and values that made us the greatest nation ever. Made us the nation that could go from the Wright brothers to Neil Armstrong. That's what we have to keep in mind. And that's the kind of attitude I think we got to have. The quickest way to get all this working is to get a speaker elected. That's what I hope we can do today. I'll take your questions. Well, you all, you all said that we were going to lose between the first vote and the second vote. You all said we were going to lose. 10 to 15 votes. We stayed the same. We picked up a few. We lost a few. I think the ones we lost can come back. So uh, look, there's been multiple rounds of votes for speaker before. 15, um, Kevin McCarthy. I just know that we need to get a speaker as soon as possible so we can get to work for the American people. Thank you, Congressman. 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 You're making the case for why we need to get the house open so we can evaluate the package. We can't do that, can't vote on that, can't pass anything in that uh, until we get the house open. So I got to see the package, but we certainly need to help Israel. Um, I got to see the package, but again, we can't do so I got to pause for a second because from what I understand, what was told to me, the $100 million Hundred million dollars that he wants to send for Israel right now does not need congressional approval. I think that money is moving, is going to move. Maybe, maybe Jim Jordan is mistaken in talking about the big spending package that he's going to ask for, though the hundred billion dollar spending between Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. I think it's um, and, and don't quote me, but from what I saw, it was 60, 60 billion to Ukraine. <laughs> Thirty billion to Taiwan. Why are we sending thirty billion dollars to Taiwan? Is do we, what do they know that we don't? China's coming. Is that it? Like what? What are we doing? That, that's from what I'm hearing. And ten billion to Israel. Israel's not even asking for money. Come on, man. So Jim Jordan's just taking questions from the press, and it, apparently, it's their plan now is to get a speaker elected through the weekend supposedly they're going to have a vote this morning we'll see from so they were supposed to have a vote yesterday which they called off and it was told to me by a member of congress yesterday that he doesn't have the votes it was before they had canceled the 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 um the vote that jim jordan didn't have the votes yesterday jim jordan probably doesn't have the votes today there, there are those 22 holdouts. Most of them are refusing to meet with Jim Jordan. Now, I also heard Jim Jordan is not willing to make compromises with certain members of Congress who have issues back with their districts. They, they, everyone wants something. I get it. 
either want something for their districts or ultimately want something that's going to help themselves. So yeah, 10 a.m. So in 10 minutes, they're supposed to start a vote, which means they'll, they have to vote for a court that to for the rolls. We won't know anything probably till about uh, 1045 or 11 o'clock if we have a speaker. Again, I don't care if they vote 30 times this weekend. I'm just to the point because of all of the bunny that they want to throw around. Just shut it down. Just shut it down. If they don't fund the government, what is it, by November 14th or 17th? The resolution expires, whatever it is, the continuing resolution, they have to vote on it again. We don't have a temporary speaker with uh, with expanded powers, and we don't have a speaker, and it gets shut down. I'm okay with that. Shut it the fuck down. <clears throat> I would for, I just, just shut it down. No, he is sending a proposal to Congress for the $100 billion, the largest spending package, to divvy up. But I believe the $100 million dollars that's where people are getting confused there's a hundred million dollars that he promised israel for you i guess humanitarian aid no i'm sorry a hunt sorry hundred million dollars he promised for humanitarian aid for the palestinian people that israel Netanyahu okayed he was okay with that that was supposed to be going to the plo and my thing was, are you telling me that none of that $100 million, if not all of it, is going to fall in the hands of Hamas, who governs part of Palestine and Gaza, is their government? That $100 million isn't going to fall into the wrong hands? I find that very hard to believe. But the $100 million for humanitarian aid, again, for Palestinians, that is supposed to go to the PLO, for Palestinian civilians, from the United States government, not to Israel— Supposedly does not need congressional approval. Now, the $100 billion that gets divvied between Ukraine, <laughs> Israel, and Taiwan, that needs the congressional approval, obviously, that spending package, which I would urge the way you were melting phone lines for members of Congress to vote for Jim Jordan is to start melting the phone lines to those same members of Congress, whether you're in your district or not, politely do not do not threaten violence i'm going to get into that in a second and urge them and tell them to vote no on any of this spending the senate's working for chuck schumer they're all and mitch mcconnell together in lockstep they're waiting for the spending bill they're, they're ready to act they want to send all of this money out chuck schumer wants to send all this money out mitch mcconnell's right there with him so you got to kill it. You gotta, we got to kill it. But, you know, we're going to send the money. I don't know where we're going to get it from. Everybody's, you know, everybody open up their wallets, spending money that doesn't exist. It's wild. It is wild. If you're going to call your members of Congress, be respectful. And here's what I saw on Twitter. I saw on Twitter when... It was obvious people were out there circulating the phone numbers of uh, district offices for Republican members of Congress to urge them to vote for uh, Jim Jordan, for House Speaker, that there were prominent Democrat liberal Twitter pages, some with a million followers, some with more. They were literally telling people to call Republican members of Congress to basically act as their constituents. To basically have Democrats calling Republicans, saying that they're Republicans, 
telling them not to vote for Jim Jordan. Telling them not to vote for Jim Jordan. But then I'm also hearing that there was some like uh, dark operations. Members of members of of the Republican conference who are getting these phone calls have fallen for this operation that I truly believe is a dark leftist operation happening where people are calling members of Congress, threatening their lives and threatening their family, posing as Republicans, telling them to vote for Jim Jordan or else we're going to follow you and make your life miserable. These now gutless Republicans that are scared of their own shadow are going to Jim Jordan and saying, listen, Jim, we're getting threatened. My family's lives are getting threatened to vote for you. I can't support you. They're blaming each other. This plan is working. Please tell me. Throw a comment in, in the chat, whatever. Do you honestly think that many Republicans, Trump supporters, are going to be calling their members of Congress threatening to molest their wives while they go to the beauty parlor? Nonviolently, of course. Do you think they're going to threaten members of Congress families? They had over 200. That, that was two days ago. They had over 200 death threats to members of Congress in 24 hours. Credible death threats that were being investigated by Capitol Police investigators. That was told to me by a member of Congress who didn't receive any threats. It was a Jim Jordan supporter. On the phone, that was said to me. He says, Alan, in the last 24 hours, they, they, Capitol Police has over 200 death threats. Credible that they're investigating that people are calling in. And I said, I think it's a le- I think it's a it's a dark leftist operation, like a reverse psychology. Get as many people to call Republicans as possible and their families and threaten them and pose as their constituents. Yes, Democrats pretending to be Republican constituents. Well, I guess they would have to figure out who they are and track them down first. Who's making the calls? But here, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. And we're going to play this. There's, there's an audio that they released or that leaked from it. <clears throat> this is wife of a supposed rhino holdout gets threatening call. And the audio is here. This is the transcript from it. This is from the Gateway Pundit. But here, it's a two-minute video. I had Jordan's blessing until last night. In the intervening time, well, it got pretty ugly, and we have some exclusive audio right now of a threatening message that was left as a voicemail for the wife of one of the Republican lawmakers who opposes Jordan. This has only been edited to take out identifying information of the wife and the lawmaker. We've bleeped out some of the language, but not all of it. And I want to warn you, this is pretty ugly stuff. Take a listen. Why is your husband such a pig? Why would he get on TV and make an asshole of himself? Because he's a deep state prick? Because he doesn't represent the people? Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to come follow you all over the place. We're going to be up your ass nonstop. We are now Antifa. Please tell me a, I have to please tell me a Republican, a MAGA Trump supporter that would identify themselves even as being sarcastic. We are now Antifa. Who would say that? So what we're going to do is we're going to fucking we're going to fucking follow 
you all over the place. We're going to be up your ass fucking nonstop. We are now Antifa. Tell me this does not sound like a Democrat posing as a Republican calling a Republican's wife. But you're just, I mean, you could disagree with me, but please tell me. We're going to do what the left does because you're fucking of a husband. It's on TV. Oh, the bad guys. They did so. I'm going to vote for Kevin McCarthy, a piece of shit who everybody knows. And for his piece of shit ass, talk about Americans who are actually fighting for Americans as the bad people. There's everything about him. So f- you, f- your husband. And we are going to, we, we're not like the left. We aren't violent, but we're going to follow your ass. Every appointment you have, everything you can do. Your, your husband's an asshole. You should talk to his stupid ass. We're at war. Israelis being killed. And your dumb husband is acting like a two-year-old. No wonder. The warmongering piece of shit. So listen, you're going to keep getting calls and emails. I'm putting all your information over the internet now. Everybody else is. And you will not be left alone because your husband, Jim Jordan, or more conservative, or you're going to be molested like you can't ever imagine. Again, nonviolently. You're going to be molested like you can't imagine. But again, not violently. Not violently, but you're going to be molested, but not violently. Come on. You won't go to the beauty parlor. You must be a bitch to marry an ugly mother like that. With me now to discuss Republican uh, Congressman Mike McCall from Texas. So... I don't I don't think that's a I don't think that's a Republican. There is this whole big operation as well running to attempt to get Harkeem Jeffries to become Speaker of the House. What do they need? I think they need uh what do they need? They need five they need five Republicans. Harkeem Jeffries gets two hundred and twelve votes, two hundred and twelve Democrats vote with him in lockstep unanimously. He needs five Republicans to vote, and they can give up the power. The majority can give up the power to the minority and give the minority speaker, Hakeem Jeffries, Obama 2.0, the gavel. So if they can intimidate enough and play mind game enough, realize the best torture is psychological torture. So if you can torture families psychologically and you can get wives scared and you can get people concerned for their families under false pretense, you can get them to almost do anything. And who even knows? These might be feds making phone calls. These might be, they might not even be leftists. They might be feds, bureaucrats, members of government. Again, or just sick leftist Democrats on this operation to cause more chaos on the right. To just completely derail everything. These aren't. These aren't Trump supporters making calls. I'm surprised that Jake Tapper or anybody else, I haven't seen anywhere where they're outright saying, are these Trump supporters making this phone call? That was fake. That whole thing was fake. But they're going with it. They're going with it. And people are falling for it. Gutless Republicans are falling for it and now going to gym. They're falling for the mental torture and the mental wear down and the mental breakdown and the way your family, we're going to molest you, beauty parlor, fuck you, bitch, faggot, husband. Oh my God, I'm afraid for our lives. 
What are we going to do? You can't support this man. I'm sorry, Jim, but I can't vote for you because I'm getting phone calls that the people may come and gang fuck my wife on my kitchen island and then follow her to the beauty parlor. I cannot vote for you because I can't use my common sense and realize that this is a unbelievable minds trick to completely fuck me up to cause more chaos among the right. And it's so easy because we're all retards. R next to their name now stands for retard. It's 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 just it's fucked up. It really is. I'm just I'm tired of them all. You know what? Don't elect a House Speaker. Shut down the government. Just shut it down. Let leftist groups conduct insurrections at the Capitol. Let more people tell you that Robert F. Kennedy is not a threat to Donald Trump's campaign. Tim Pool, that fucking moron last night, talking about RFK, saying, it's the media. It's all the media. Don't believe it. Trump supporters aren't going to vote for, for RFK. This is how stupid they are. Because if he had any political sense in his head, he would say, no. No, Trump supporters are not going to vote for RFK. But there is a good chance that moderate, Dem- moderate Republicans who hate Donald Trump and independents who hate Donald Trump, who have that third choice now, might vote for him, taking away the votes that Donald Trump needs to win the White House away from him so that the Democrats can walk in. And whoever the Democrat is, whether it's the waxy, moist hospice patient, Joey Basements, or it's the fucking fag from California, Gavin Newsom, or it's the tranny former first lady, Big Mike Dick Swinging Obama, that then will just bring RFK into their administration somehow. Oh, but he wrote a book about Dr. Fauci and COVID that was so bad. You think these people are fucking stupid? Donald Trump gets abused for calling bad people smart. Most bad people are really smart. Democrats are really smart. RFK Jr. is really smart. You don't think he's striking a deal with the Democrats and purposely trying to sabotage Trump's campaign? Not because they think Trump supporters are going to vote for RFK, but they think that they can get some independent voters away from Donald Trump with a third choice, hoping that they can get moderate Republican hating Trump, hating people to vote for him. Come on, man. Why can't people use their brains? Why, why does everybody have to have tunnel vision? Why can't people just realize that there are, there are really fucked up entities out there within the government, in politics, and that they will stop at nothing to push their narrative and get things done that they need to benefit them, enrich them. This is part of it. It's not conspiratorial. RFK just didn't decide to run as an independent because he knew he couldn't win the Democrat primary. He was told to run as an independent by the DNC with a pre-deal worked out. This is the deal, man. Gavin Newsom, you don't think you don't think he's running for president? He's going to Israel. Why is the governor of Why is the governor of California going to Israel? Why is the governor of my, Why is my governor in 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 Israel? The fucking twat that she is, Kathy Ogle with her vaxxed gold chain. It's really stupid. 
It's really stupid. And you know what? They're really good at brainwashing people. They really are. With Trump taking a commanding lead and Bidenomics hurting American families, genius Hillary Clinton has come up with a way for Biden to win. There needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. Formal deprogramming of the cult members. Deprogramming of the cult members. A brilliant plan. And here's what that would look like. Pay attention. Joe Biden will defeat him. Biden has done an amazing job. Amazing, amazing job. But there's one small problem. The basket of deplorables. Deplorables, deplorables, deplorables. Working Americans are idiots. And they know who's on their side. To American workers watching their take-home pay shrink and watching inflation destroy their family and their lives, to all of you, I have your back. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. <sighs> Can we please get this guy elected? Can we please get this guy elected and stop falling for the bullshit? Can we please all stop falling for that RFK is not going to hurt Donald Trump? Can you all please reprogram your minds and act as if Donald Trump is 20 points behind everyone and to not be complacent and to not be he's going to win in a landslide? It's a great feeling to have. I'm not telling you this to hurt your spirit. I'm telling you this to program yourself for what they are trying to do and what they're not going to stop doing. We have a long way to go. Donald Trump is leading in five of the seven swing states in Biden. It's still very, very, very early. This RFK thing is a problem. And nobody's talking about RFK being the problem. There, there are a select few talking about it. I, I'm going to continue to talk about it. And I've, been, I've said this before. The moment he said he was running for president, I said he's not going to win the DNC nomination. He's going to end up running as an independent, and he's going to hurt Donald Trump. The Democrats are going to f- make it that way, and I was right. Brendan Dilley was talking about this as well. The sa- him and I are on the same page when it comes to this, the same page. RFK Jr., you know what's fucked up? I'll tell you something else about RFK, and I sent this to, to Brendan Dilley in a text message when he was on his show yesterday. I was on the phone with Congressman George Santos during the Dilly show yesterday. George Santos is a good friend of mine. Think what you want about him. Based as fuck. The only member of the Long Island delegation of Congress, four congressmen who came out in support of Donald Trump who's supporting Jim Jordan and the speaker election and just doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks of him. And he told me, Alan, one of, one of George Santos, one of his donors... Didn't tell me which, well, he told me which one, but I, I'm, I, I'm not going to say it. One of his donors pulled away from donating to Trump and are all in an RFK because they're retard single-issue voters. COVID. Fauci. And he also said, the problem, Alan? I said, there are a lot of moderate Republicans that have a problem with Donald Trump because of the COVID vaccine. 
And because of what RFK exposed, and now that he's running for president, and they're blinded by this COVID vaccine light and this Dr. Fauci book light, shiny object over here, people are starting to divert money to RFK. All of RFK's super PACs, I found out, are all run, not by independents, not by Democrats. They're run by conservatives trying to figure out names, trying to find out who's running RFK super PACs. There's a lot going into this operation, and a lot of people are looking into it. There are conservatives that are running the money for RFK's campaign. That should say enough for you. Not a threat to Donald Trump? Think again. Not a threat to the campaign? Think again. Yeah, see? That's right. Brendan read my text message as I sent it to him. I was on the phone. I was literally on the phone with George Santos as I was sending that text message to, to, to Brendan Dilly. Brendan Dilly, myself, we're on the same page when it comes to RFK. And then, and then finally, other people who own large news media outlets like National Pulse decide to start posting about it. Raheem and Jack Posobiec, who, eh, whatever. Everybody has a grift. I know I've been saying it longer than they have, but they, they'll, they'll, get all, they'll get the credit for it at some point. Just remember where you heard it. You either heard it from me or heard it from Brendan Dilly. Very, very, everyone else is saying the same fucking thing. Trump supporters aren't going to vote for RFK. No shit. Stop trying to make yourself sound smart every time somebody like me says, RFK is a threat to Donald Trump's campaign, not because he has a pathway to the White House, but because he gives the Democrats a fucking win to steal it. That is a fact, and it's it. This is the number one issue that's pissing me off right now in the in the political sphere, is that RFK is being discounted as not a threat. He raised eleven million dollars in six hours of announcing as an independent as an independent candidate and fucking conservatives are running his super PAC. Go ahead. Prove me wrong. I want to be proved wrong. I want to be proved wrong, but I'm a realist and I want to think like a real individual and not like, oh, I'm wearing my MAGA hat. It's a landslide. Blah. It's not. It's not. Now factor in all the rigging and cheating and the Hillary Clinton fuckery. Are we kidding ourselves here? Don't sit there and tell me that you, oh, we don't have to do anything. Donald Trump's going to be president. We don't have to do anything. Don't be like that. You're doing a disservice to yourself. You're doing a disservice to your family, the country, and every single person that supports Donald Trump. If there's one thing I would tell everyone to do as a Donald Trump supporter is convince people it's not going to be a landslide. You can, you can say that all you want. But now dig deep down in your fucking soul and realize it's not. We can make it that way. We have a lot of people to convince. And that's why public enemy number one right now is RFK's campaign. They are professional cheaters. And not to mention, now we have this fucking obstacle of RFK. He's a piece of shit. He wants your guns. He wants climate change deniers jailed. He wants reparations. 
it's fucked up. It's fucked up for the, for the good of our country. I'm glad he was denied secret service. Horrible thing to say. Horrible thing to say. I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond the pale of caring. I have no fucks to give. I want to win. I want it all back. I want to take it all back. I want our country back. I want our kids back. I want our education back. I want our financial institutions back. I want everything back. I'm done. I, I'm beyond done. Call me whatever you want. The FBI can kick in my door for these what they want to call extremist beliefs. I care about America and I care about the constitution of the United States. It's all I care about. I could care less about all of these gutless politicians. They're all shit. Donald Trump is not the savior of the world. Donald Trump is not the savior of the country, but he's the only one that with balls that can get us on the track to save the country and maybe even the world, but put we the people in the driver's seat to do that. Because I truly believe in the next Trump presidency that we the people are not going to be standing behind Donald Trump. We're going to be standing with him. And I, I think you're going to see a lot of we the people involvement. And I think you're going to be seeing a lot of people being held accountable. Maybe not being, maybe not being arrested and jailed and hanging from the fucking gallows but exposed enough where they can never show their face in public again. They need a fucking tank to go to the supermarket. Laura, Laura Scott Pressler, I was, I was uh, messaging with him yesterday before he went on Tim Pool. I speak with Scott a lot. He, he's great. Scott Pressler, there's no reason people shouldn't like him because he has been doing more for the election process than anyone has done in the country. Rona, she's a piece of shit. And I wish Republicans in the committee would get behind Scott Pressler, who's traveling this country like an animal. Put himself in the hospital for it. Sick. Really bad shape. Managing to get Democrats flipping to Republicans by holding up signs with people at gas stations as they're pumping their gas. Are you registered to vote? No. You want to register? This is why you should register. Yes, register and Republican. Oh, you're a Democrat, but are you happy about this? This is, no, I'm really not. Blah, blah. Do you want to re-register as a Republican and make a change? Yeah, I do. He's physically doing that boots on the ground, cowboy boots on the ground. I think he looks ridiculous wearing those jeans and cowboy boots the way he is. He's really tall. I'm really short, but he's really tall. Scott Pressler is great people, and I would love to see people get behind him and make him the RNC chair. That would be unbelievable. We need a thousand Scott Presslers around the country. Well, who's going to give them money? That's the problem. Who's giving them money? Who's giving them money? He sleeps on couches when he travels. People who are supporters of him when they know he's in town offer them their homes. We have a couch for you, Scott. Family home. You can use the home when you're here doing your election operations. I've given him money. Grassroots is giving him money. The guy packs up supplies and follow him on Twitter. We follow each other. He likes my crap all the time. My crap. It's all crap. <sighs> we, we, we can't. We can't be complacent, people. I mean, I feel like a. 
like I don't know. I'm 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 preaching to the choir here. But that's interesting. My or my Rumble app on my phone just took a shit. That's really odd. Sometimes that happens. Rumble phone app is not working right. Anybody having a problem with the with with Rumble? That's probably the only good thing Charlie Kirk is doing. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Charlie Kirk, but he he did get behind Scott Pressler. And I don't know if he's given him any money. I don't know what the what the story is. I would hope that he does because Charlie Kirk is a big grifter and he makes a lot of money and he should be putting it some of it to uh, some some good some good causes. Hold on a second. Let's do this. Give me one second here, people. We're gonna we're gonna end in a few, but I always forget I can do this. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Aha. Let's see if it lets me. Everything is working really weird right now. We're still live, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Rumble app on the phone it just just went just took a, a giant dump. Do they ever hear Trump telling anyone you have to get vaccinated? Nope. They just can't comprehend the movement and fight. So it's funny. There are people out there. There are literal people out there that say, Donald Trump ruined my life because he made this vaccine and I was forced to get it. And now I'm vaccine injured. No one forced that fucking needle in your arm but yourself. But I was going to lose my job. No one forced that fucking needle in your arm but yourself. But I was going to lose my everything and not be able to pay my bills. No one forced you to put that fucking needle in your arm. You made the choice. If you can't figure out how to adapt and overcome and make changes and live in some inconvenience to save your own life, but no, now you're vaccine injured because your job made you get it because your local government forced them. Donald Trump didn't. Donald Trump didn't put the needle in your arm. Donald Trump did not force vaccine mandates on anyone. But you're not getting through to some of those people. Is he waking up? Uh, so, uh, is he? Is he? Is Kirk waking up woke universities? Is he? Is he really? He was. What is he doing now besides raking in a shit ton of money? You want to have that discussion? Because I got a lot of inside information about Charlie Kirk. He's a fucking grifter. You know what that guy's worth? Why isn't he doing more? Go show me all these woke universities that aren't running around praising terrorists right now that have safe spaces. Is he really doing that good of work? He started to. Then he saw an avenue to make fucking big money. What else is he doing positive? Show me an unwoke university that Charlie Kirk completely turned into an unwoke university. Get the fuck out of here, Charlie Big Head Kirk. He's one of the biggest grifters in the fucking game. Charges people to come to speaking events, $900 for VIP for open bar and food, and it doesn't even exist. Has people traveling hundreds of miles, and, and it, it, they're not getting what they're paying for. Kirk is a fucking grifter, three-finger whiskey. Dum-dums? I'm a dum-dum for saying Charlie Kirk is a grifter? I know you're in the chat a lot. 
but you can fuck right off because you don't even know. Go and give me a list of every university that Charlie Kirk successfully made unwoke. Do it. Send it to me. I want to know. Completely unwoke where we're not going to see any of this bullshit on campus. Give me a break. I'm going to bring the chat up. Hopefully you could see it. I got to find a better way to bring the chat up. I feel like it's small. But I don't do this enough. Ben Shapiro 2.0. Ben Shapiro 2.0. The, the whole turning point. I call it turning point U.S. gay. All they want to do is parade around homosexual conservatives and the MAGA drag queen. Like, it's, it's, there was a, there was a, someone, uh, I forgot what porn star it was turned her life around, doesn't do porn anymore, found God, uh, big MAGA conservative. They threw her out of a TPUS gay event. TPUS gay. That's what it is. It's a fucking scam. I'm a TPUS gay ambassador. You're a fucking idiot. All of them. Officer Tatum. He's a fucking grifter. He's a piece of shit. Now he's getting paid and he's talking great about Ron DeSantis while the motherfucker still sells Trump merch on his fucking website. Like, through one of his surrogates, they came to me and asked me if I would be able to make Officer Tatum brand cigars. Get the fuck out of here. The grift is so real. The grift is so real. It's crazy. TPUS gay. All right, so I, I didn't mean to like tell you to go fuck yourself, Three Finger Whiskey, because I think you're great. You're always here. You're a MAGA Mornings loyalist. Charlie Kirk is a fucking grifting faggot. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. So Charlie, the TPU at Turning Point, it's, it's a billion-dollar operation. Hold on. So I'm going to tell you a story about Charlie Kirk in one second. Give me one second. I want to see if I could find this. So right now, as of 2023, his, 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 his net worth, just himself as a person, Charlie Kirk, how old is the guy? He's in his 30s, right? $27 million in assets. He earns $5 million annually through his radio show. He's not a fucking grifter. You think he's free to say anything he wants? Give me a fucking break. $27 million. $5 million annually through his radio show and, uh, and other sources. Charlie Kirk is an American conservative activist and radio talk show host. He started out by trying to make college kids open their minds. And he fucking failed at that because the colleges are still fucked. Charlie Kirk's net worth has grown at a rate of 200% in the past few years. His salary is $900,000 a year. Annual income is $5 million. Book royalties, $1 million. Radio earnings, $4 million. This has nothing to do with Turning Point USA. Apparently, he's got crypto investments... It's got a pretty big stock portfolio. According, I mean, it's got quite a few houses. Oh, supposedly two luxury yachts. I don't know about that. Possibly eight luxury cars. What website is this? 
And again, even if this is not necessarily completely accurate, they're usually not far off. Yeah. And now take in Turning Point USA, which is a, a, a tremendous conglomerate. So last year, they were having a, 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 a speaking event somewhere in Florida. And I got a phone call from a really good friend of mine that you, re, you know very, very well. And he said, hey, I want to make you laugh. I said, what's up? He goes, I, I, just, I just got a, um, what does he do to get that money? Drift, sells shit, speaks. Is he, is on a, a America's, uh, Amer- Real America's Voice and other things, royalties, advertisers, sponsors. The conservative media space is all about monetizing and grifting. I'm not that lucky. I don't make any money doing this. I literally make, I sponsor my, I sponsor my show with my cigar company and I don't have a fucking multi-million dollar cigar company. It just started a year ago. Thankfully, I do other things. I'm involved in other businesses completely out of the political spectrum that enable me to do this because I want to do this because I'm about the messaging and calling out fucking grifters like Charlie Kirk, all of them, all of those. Listen, the whole war room crew, Steve Bannon, like, I don't know if you've heard me say it. Steve Bannon tried to shake me down. The War Room tried to shake me down for $20,000 a month so they would talk about my cigars on the War Room. $20,000 a month. How many fucking cigars? And I was a brand new company. How many cigars I have to sell just to make that and then profit off of it? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Sebastian Gorka wanted $5,000 for an Instagram post because he has 400,000 Instagram followers, which most are probably fucking bots anyway. $5,000 for one post. (laughs) Really? How do they make their money? They all make their money like that. That's how they make their money. So, good friend of mine, Charlie Kirk's people call him. And today, Donald Trump's going to be speaking at this event. Tucker Carlson's going to be speaking at at this event. We'd love to give you between five and whatever, 15 minutes to speak on stage. People love it. Of course people love it because he's one of Donald Trump's closest friends. And he said, yeah, I'll do it. And they said, okay, you just have to pay us $25,000. And he said, what? Yeah, yeah. We'll get you time on stage. Whole thing, you'll be in the the program. You pay us $25,000. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll pass. And then Charlie Kirk got wind of it and called him personally and said, no, there was a mistake. I don't know what happened. No, 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 blah, blah, blah. As a matter of fact, I'll pay you $5,000. He's, oh, all right, I'll do it. He wasn't even expected to get paid. I'll, I'll do it. I'll make this up to you. I'll give $5,000. So he said, all right, but you have to take that tweet down because he tweeted it out. So he said, I'll take the tweet down when the money hits my account because Charlie Kirk is known for that shit too. So he, he sent the money, which he, he should he should be... He, he wants to charge speakers for speaking on his stage. He should fucking pay the speakers, especially if they're traveling. So then he did it and he spoke at the event. $25,000 for between 5 and 15 minutes of... Stage time. I believe it was closer to five minutes, like five or ten minutes. That's the grift for Turning Point USA. And it is a tremendous platform. It is, unfortunately. It is. What he's done is unbelievable, but I just don't believe he's doing it for the right reasons. He's doing it to enrich himself. And 
obviously Donald Trump should use that platform to speak because the platform reaches so many. It just sucks that it's run by such a big fucking headed grifter. He's garbage. It's garbage. Why would Shapiro run, a, run from Cali to Florida? AOC stunt copiers. They're all for the dough. I mean, look what, look what Ben Shapiro did with the Daily Wire. That, that thing is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. It's all a fucking grift. What do you got to spend, $250 a year for the Daily Wire uh, membership so you can get all the fucking movies and shows that they all make? Candace Owens, one of the biggest grifters in the fucking game. She charges $50,000, dollars $75,000 to speak in an event and writes in her contract that she won't take more than 100 pictures. Candace Owens, give me a break. Fuck out of here. Now, there are people out there that want to speak to actually save the country, and we'll take a, a thousand pictures if you want. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Trump gravy, crane, gravy train leeches. There are a lot of them out there, man. There are a lot of them out there. A lot of them. I get called a grifter all the time, and I'm like, I, but man, I, I don't even qualify to be a grifter. I don't, I, don't, I don't make any money off the Trump name. I don't make any money off of this show. Other than sponsoring my business, my cigar company, which ships all over the country anyway, this is just added to it. Like, if I'm doing this, why not sponsor my own cigar? Why don't I highlight my own company, right? That would be the smart thing to do in business, right? <clears throat> yeah, The Daily Wire. There was a time where I would watch it. And I, I just can't. I can't anymore. I can't. There's such there's such grifty, cringy shitbags. They really are. They really are. Let's see if the phone app is uh, working again. It was really weird. Sometimes that happens on the phone apps with Rumble. It's like it'll tell me like literally I don't have a channel. Like what? Oh, now it's back. Now it's back. That's really weird. What else we got going on in the on the chat? It's, fr it's Freedom Friday. We won't have Freedom Friday tonight with James Curry. I have to um, have to attend a family function. My grandmother's not doing that great. It's like a matter of time, but it's like she's not suffering or anything. But, you know, the cancer spread. She's in hospice care. She's home. She's coherent. She's with it. She has great days. But when she came home, we thought she was going to die, and then all of a sudden she turned around. But now this can't. It, it's, so, it's so frustrating. So we're actually going to go and uh, do a little family dinner and hang out with grandma tonight. I found, uh, I found pictures of myself from like when I was a kid, like back from back in the eighties and nineties. And I'm going to bring them over. If I, if, if I have some, if I have some balls, maybe I'll post them on Twitter. So I, I forgot about this. I might post it on Twitter today, actually. Or maybe as we get closer to Halloween, I found a picture of myself. It was 19, it was 1989. So I was, I don't know, I was 10. I was 10 years old. I decided I wanted to be a Saudi prince for Halloween, and I wore, <laughs> I had these glass, these round glasses, sunglasses on. They're like the Roger Stone glasses. They were round. They were round. They were sunglasses. And uh, I put a towel around my head, like a, a, one of the turban-type things, and I put the belt around it. I forgot what the fuck they're called. And I'm wearing my father's, uh, bathrobe 
and I had like a, a, a toy gun. And I guess it was my mother that took the picture. I mean, like 1980, the, the kitchen says it all, 1989, like the, the first house we were in. And, uh, and there I was, I decided for, for whatever reason, I, I wanted to be a Saudi prince for the uh, for Halloween of 1989. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, she, she, she was in pain the other day. Thanks, thanks for that. My grandmother's great, sharp, sharp old Irish lady. Joan Fitzpatrick. She, um, my grandfather died of a little, almost, eh, almost 11 years now. And uh, yeah, she's great. No real health problems, but she got this cancer thing going on. And she went, of course, of course. And we left the decision up to her and her children and, and you know, grandchildren. She has, we have two, I'm the oldest out of, uh, God, was it 15 grandchildren, maybe something like that. And uh, we have like three of them that are nurses. And uh, we're trying to tell her, you know, she had something that they couldn't operate on. It was like, all right, here are your, ch- here are your choices, chemo and radiation at the same time. Now, my mother had done that over 25 years ago, and it saved her life. My mother's still around this day. She's 66 years old. She's very healthy. Cancer never came back, knock on wood. My grandmother recently got like the same type and, um, you know, bladder and, 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 and things like that. So there was something that they couldn't operate on and it was like a tumor and it was in a really bad place where it could have basically exploded and she could have bled to death in a matter of seconds, right? So they were like chemo and radiation and we were like, oh, it's so bad. They can't operate. We, and, I, and, and we're all thinking like the radiation is going to kill my grace. It's going to kill her. It's going to kill her. And it's chemo pills, actually. Sloan Kettering, the whole thing. So she wanted to do it. It was her, her decision. She wanted to do it. So she did it. And then after a little while, the radiation was getting to her. And just one morning, she's like, I can't get up and walk. And then boom, she's in rehab in the hospital for two months until it was like, all right, the physical therapy is nothing is happening here because they can't get it to eat right and the whole thing. And then bringing her home. And she's like, all right, now what? She's just going to sit in the hospital bed and we're going to watch her just die. How long is this going to take? This is horrible. And then all of a sudden, she just started eating again. Like the day they brought her home and they had the hospital bed and everything there, she's like agonal respirations and not coherent and looking. She looked like, oh, wait, she looked like our president. She looked like a waxy, moist hospice patient. Oh, because she fucking was or is. She looked at, that's what I was saying, like the weird things. And she, she's doing the same thing as my waxy, moist hospice patient grandmother is doing right now and then all of a sudden she turned around she was able to sit up sit in her recliner the physical therapist was getting her up it was great it was crazy Two, it was now she was in pain the other day really horrible bad stomach pains and i'm like oh fuck it's the bladder cancer it spread she had no pain at all no pain and then they brought her in they, they didn't do a scan they did an x-ray and they're like yeah the the, the um the bladder cancer spread there's no more treatments at this point she's in hospice so bring her home. She's on morphine now, and she feels the pain. And now it's just like, all right, how fast is this bladder cancer going to spread, and how much is it going to make her suffer, and how much pain is she going to be in? The living nurse, everything is there. Hospice is great these days, man. They have musical therapy if you want it, the whole thing. Remember the first day the priest called? Yeah, we're not ready for you yet. Click. <laughs> we're, not, we're not ready for you yet. And we're not. Like, she's she's still functioning. She, yesterday she had a good day. She's sitting up in bed. I don't think she was out of bed, but it's, it's one of those things now we're all waiting around. Horrible thing to say. Horrible. Like, all right. Because we, we don't want her to suffer, obviously. And we know we're to the point where she's not getting better. 
it's 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 out of the cards. There's no recovery from this because there's no more cancer treatment. She's we also you don't want to see your family member suffering in hospice for months at a time. When it happened to my grandfather, seven days he was in hospice, died at home. It was done. You know, last few days he was hallucinating, calling out for his dead sisters. It's horrible. Yeah, waxy and moist, waxy and moist hospice patient like our president, Joe Biden. I said, I really don't have anything else. Holy shit. Two hours, over two hours. No, two, two and a half hours today. That's crazy. It's all good. With no sleep. I've had no sleep last night. All you MAGA fucks are great, though. That's what keeps me, that's what keeps me doing this. It's all of you. I can tell you right now, when I started this show, I think I'm 17 or 18 weeks in. I said to my co-host James, yeah, I'm gonna do this show in the morning because I think it's a good time slot. Maybe we could, you know, get a nice little uh community together and some uh and some viewers and some listeners, and we can bring them over to our evening shows. Cause at that time I'm was just doing Tuesday and Friday nights. Tuesday, we the people radio and Freedom Fridays, both at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday and Friday, with me and James Curry, my ugly bearded co-host. Excuse me. And um, I was like, yeah, sure. I was thinking, ah, it's going to be a dud. Who's going who's gonna to be 8 o'clock in the morning? Who does that? Well, obviously you idiots do it. And also as the, the show sits there on Rumble, so do thousands and others, thousands of others. So I, you know, I, I always think to myself every day, you know, I'm not an asshole. Every day I think about how great it is that you guys show up every morning. And it it really, um, I hate everybody and everything pretty much, just, just the way I roll. <laughs> I'm a very happy person, but I just, then it's like, oh, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to see all of you crazy whack jobs. And uh, it's always cool to know that you guys are, uh, you're here. If James were here, I think he'd tell you to get fucked. He would, but he can't get his ass up this early in the morning because it's like 5 o'clock in the morning in Vegas. I want to get him to do it, but he, he'll be such a cranky fuck at 5 o'clock in the morning. I just tell him he should just rally and stay up and do an, do an hour. But, um, and I know some of you guys also come from the, the Dilly 300, and I'm, I'm just, we're so happy that we get the support of the memers. I get to support the Dilly show and kind of part of that that Dilly community as well. Um, like to get, uh, you know, more of those people over. I know we had a few of the salty cracker people pop in here and there. And uh, I really want to grow this morning community. You know, I want to be a thousand people watching live, you know, so we, you have to hit the thumbs up. You have to, um, you yeah, just stay up a few more hours and he can make it. West coast people are soft. And he, he was an East coast boy. He moved to the West coast. All of a sudden I can't, I can't get up New York time. What are you, what are you kidding? But, Unless you see, like, if you're looking at the chat right now, Buck Fighting and Black Rain Patriot, you see how they have the red markings. Those guys are stupid enough to give me money every month. They subscribe to the Rumble channel for five bucks a month. If you want to do it, it's great. I don't put this money in my pocket to go buy steaks and cocaine. Um, maybe, I definitely don't buy steaks with it. Maybe, I've been, I'm only kidding. I plan on using any money that comes into the rumble chat and the rumble show either whatever i'm whatever i want to raise money for at the time like now it's the january 6th kids christmas uh these guys are giving me money ongoing every month there's a few others that do it um and i am so appreciative of it that you decide you want to give me five dollars a month and i don't even have to send you a dick pic for it jonathan allen 
is a is a contributor over on on locals and he is above and beyond plus he buys a lot of fucking cigars so jonathan allen thank you so much for that um yeah you can donate the rumble rants too and imagine pissing away five dollars a month like that right and you don't even get a dick pic from me why do you want to give me five dollars a month but typically all keep telling them the fuck off might work yeah fuck off and give me five dollars you scumbag i mean what are you doing what are you doing not giving me five dollars a month it's an insomnia. Give me your money. But again, I'm not keeping any of the money. It's going to go into either funding or something like now, the January 6th kids, or something else that I, I see. Um, you know, whether maybe we'll throw money into the Trump campaign. Maybe if there's someone that we can, hey, this is a great, I don't know, something, something. Uh, possibly into the production of the show if there's something else I want to upgrade. Um, but not, not looking to get rich off of... Um, sitting here talking to you on rumble i am looking to get filthy rich on selling cigars though so i can move out of new york so please any chance you get you know someone smoking cigars you know someone that does tell them about patriot cigars and tell them use promo code maga 25 percent off you know we have brand ambassadors too i mean if you have a, a large circle of, of of people if you're or if you're an influencer or something like that we can we can set people up as brand ambassadors you get your own promo code you could promote it there's referral program and all that shit no you don't show up right here jonathan allen because you give me money on locals which is tied to rumble but it's not rumble so you're not subscribed directly through the rumble channel you are subscribed over on locals which i have to figure out how to use what locals is is if you went on you, there's a red button that says join on my next to the follow button i haven't used it yet but i can do premium content over there right now i think i can only stream up to 30 minutes because of the amount of people that are subscribed to the channel i don't really i'm trying to figure out how it works where i can go over there and say hey i'm gonna go over there for 30 minutes and talk about i don't know bullshit but only people that subscribe can see that so that's why you um you get that fuck fighting you didn't get your sidewinders yet when did you, I don't know when you ordered. I have a bunch of orders pending now, but I think yours went out in the last batch that went out on Tuesday. So they come in USPS priority and they usually typically two to three days. And anyone out there, actually, if you like the Hellfire cigar, which is the smaller, darker cigar, it's a pretty heavy smoke. Right now we're running a sale of 30% off until November 1st, promo code Hellfire. But just the Hellfire cigars, boxes are five packs, 30% off on those. Uh, you can only stream 30 minutes on locals if you're a Fed. Anyone else is limitless. Thanks, little funk. Fuck you and give me your money. How about that? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Who else can we abuse? Who else could we abuse? We abuse Ben Shapiro. We abuse Charlie Kirk. Who else is out there? Officer Tatum, Sebastian Gorka, Steve Bannon. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Who else? Are the, I love calling out grifters. Who else would you say is a biggest is a, is a huge grifter in the conservative movement that they talk a good game, but they're real shit. Who? Who? Don't be scared, because if I agree with you, I'll fucking tee off on them. Yeah, the sidewinders are really good. Sidewinders are staying. Sidewinders are staying. That was a limited release. I got to change that. Sean Hannity, Boomer Sweats. He's just a fucking faggot. Listen, 
anyone that drinks Coors Light, Coors Light on the rocks in a pint glass, I shit you not, he's admitted it several times. He is white trash as white trash as you'll get. He takes a pint glass and he puts ice in it and he pours Coors Light in it like he, and he fucking drinks Coors Light on the rocks. Benny John, don't even get me started on Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson is the biggest content thieving, grifting piece of shit in the game. And he's so pompous and so full of himself. He is such a shithead, Benny Johnson. He literally takes people's clips and he makes them and he thinks it's, he fools people to say it's his own. He steals memes from the meme team. And I don't even know, is he one of the people that have removed watermarks? Benny Johnson is such shit. I don't understand how people are. There has to come a time where people like you, I know Brendan Dilly's in on it, me, others out there that have to call out these cucks for who the fuck they are. They are grifters. What's interesting in Trump world is who can grift the most and who can get the closest to the Trump campaign. And they'll all cut each other's throats to get there. It's amazing to fucking watch and see. I've been to some events, man, intimate events, Donald Trump in the room, and I watch these fuckers operate, and it's madness. If you, I'm, a, I'm an unbelievable people watcher, and that's all I like to do at events. They're all fucking this. They're all fucked up. They're all fucked up. And I'm just happy that Donald Trump is smart enough to see it, and he knows who's who. He knows who's genuine and who's not. Laurel Loomer is fucking genuine. Roger Stone is fucking genuine. Like, those people, hardcore Trump loyalists. More so than a lot of them that are actually in the inner circle that are with him every day. <laughs> Benny Johnson is a door. Brian Kilmeade is just a shithead. He's just a shitty person. He's just, he's never been good. He's just a, he's just a piece of shit. Some of these people start off good. And then they just show their true colors. Killmead has always been just garbage. Garbage. I like to put Killmead and Greg Kelly in a ring together and watch them fight to the death. Pete Santilli can't stand them. Stu Peters, I fucking hate. Stu Peters is probably the biggest, worst, and most dangerous grifter in the game. He screws content creators. It's all about the money. He doesn't give a shit what you think. It's Stu Peters is is probably Stu Peters is worse than Charlie Kirk. Oh, but he made a good documentary about COVID clots. <laughs> He's a fucking grifter. He's a fucking grifter. I'll give you names of people to go talk to. He also said Donald Trump should fucking hang like in Nuremberg 2.0 because of the COVID vaccine. That's when I blocked him on Twitter. On my old Twitter. I don't have him blocked now, but I don't follow him. He's such garbage. Garbage, fear monger. So you go and buy gold and fucking food supplies. Another fear monger. He's <laughs> kill me, kill me. brain dead. Somehow I was able to weed out the grifters and find Alan and Dilly. I appreciate that, Lord. Listen, I'm. I got nothing to sell. You smoke cigars. You want to support my company? Fine. I'm not trying to sell you a stupid T-shirt. I'm not trying to sell you gold. I, I fucking gold. Those, I whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to sell you anything. You want to, you want to smoke cigars? Smoke, buy, buy cigars. You know, James talking about 
revitalizing the We the People merch store. Not because we want to make money on it. Yeah, we would end up making money on it because there's so many of you people asking about about merch and t-shirts. I'd wear everyone loves t-shirts, fine. I just I sell Patriots Guard t-shirts. You know, I I don't know. Seems like it would be easy to go over the list of people you like. Oh, fuck. You, you know how many people tell me that? You know how many fucking people tell me that? Let's talk about the people that Alan like. I'll wait. <laughs> I don't like many people. I, I, I'm sorry. I try to. I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. In the back of my head, I'm like, you're an asshole until proven otherwise. And a lot of people can't prove to me that they're not an asshole. Very few. I have a very small circle. Very small. Very, and it just, it, it, it gets smaller as time goes on. Trump doesn't endorse Lady G. Trump knows he needs Lady G in South Carolina. There's a difference. There's a difference. And that's where the political minds on a lot of people stop. Donald Trump despises Lady G. And I know this for a fact. But he's also a master troll. And he also knows that, unfortunately, Lady G has this tremendous cult following. He's basically the leader of the South Carolina caucus there. He, he needs the support. You think Donald Trump doesn't remember and know every time he looks at Lady G that he can think and off the top of his head know every single bad thing that Lady G has said about him? <laughs> Laura Ann, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. Me and Roger Stone had a conversation about that. Trump gets a kick out of when people boo certain people. That's why he's the master troll. He's been trolling his whole, his whole career outside of politics. He knows. He knows. He literally knows the hatred for Lady G, but he also knows... That if you know anything about him and follow Donald Trump and what he truly is as a master troll, but also the political part of it, Lady G's an idiot. He thinks he he thinks he's fooling Donald Trump. That's exactly what Donald Trump wants people to believe that you have him fooled. I wish everyone had an opportunity to have a one-on-one -on -one with President Trump, because I will tell you. And anyone who has will agree with me. It is definitely an interesting experience to hear just his unfiltered, raw take on things. And it is true that the most intelligent people on earth curse because the man drops the fuck bomb like it's, it's going out of style. Like it's the overuse of the word. Like I don't even know how he could make out the word anymore. It's so worn down by Donald Trump al uh, uh, alone. But he doesn't keep endorsing Lady G. He knows Lady G is a tool that is needed. Unfortunately, that's what, yeah, that, that's what happens in politics. But he also knows the limits he'll go with him. And he does. I, I truly, I know from hearing it that he hears, he loves hearing that. That's why he does it. You would figure you do it once. And if you really can't, I'll never mention his name again. No, he mentions his name because he knows he's going to get the booze. He wants Lady G to hear that. Why do you think you had Lady G at the rally? So he can sit back in his head and say, they're booing him. This is great. But people really have to get smarter. People have to be, not be so narrow-minded. People really have to truly realize 
that there are tactics used in politics that may appear weird, but there, there's always a reason behind them, typically, like this. So there's only one good straight shooter for me, Michelle Gunny. She's on a different platform, and in, and in Chairman Musk, Gunny doesn't, I don't know who that is. Who is that? I'd like to know who that is and check that out, but what else we got? Yeah, kill me, brain dead. He's the Sean Penn of media. Sean Penn. Has Sean Penn been to uh, Palestine? Is he is he performing a concert in Gaza anywhere? Anybody know? Is you two going over to uh, Israel? Anybody going over there for concerts? Ugh, it's so ridiculous. Anyway, all right, people. It's going on eleven o'clock. Started at eight. You guys suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I um. It's Freedom Friday. We will not be back tonight. I'm hoping. Trump said Lady G helps with the Democrats. I am missing something. There's, uh, no, it's, Lady G works with Democrats. So if, you have to realize, in politics, there has to be some across the aisle workings. Lady G being his establishment, an establishment rhino, has relationships with Democrats that Donald Trump will never have. So if there's something that needs to be floated to Democrats in order to make policy happen that's going to be good for the country and be good for the people, you know, Democrats are part of the government, unfortunately. They're there. They're not going anywhere. Lady G, let him be the liaison to the Democrats that maybe can present things a certain way that Trump wants. Again, Lady G is a tool to be manipulated. And apparently, Donald Trump knows how to manipulate him and has been successful with it in the past. You just, you know, take it, take it as you will. It is what it is. I have people that say, I can't support Donald Trump because he talks good about Lady G. Oh, so you can't use your fucking head? That's my response. You can't use your fucking head. People use people to benefit them. People use people to push the narrative. People use people to get anything and everything they want. That's what using people is all about. That's what politicians do. That's what politicians do to other politicians. That's what smart businessmen do to anyone they're trying to make money with or from. Donald Trump is smart in doing that, and Lady G's a fucking moron. It is what it is. Take it how you want. I fucking hate Lady G. I wish he would get exposed for getting blown by teenage black boys that he probably does in South Carolina and just blows up and he has to fucking jump off a bridge. That's how much I despise Lady G. So I'm still trying to figure out people that I like. <laughs> Because you're letting it puzzle the shit out of you. You're thinking about it too much. This is the problem with people in our movement is they get stuck on something and it's like, just look at the big fucking picture. Look at the big picture. Look at the big picture. Don't let it puzzle you. I'm telling you, do not let it puzzle you. You know, Donald Trump isn't secret, secretly making nefarious um, deals with the cabal 
to take over America and to take over for one world government. Oh, the conspiracy theorists, the fucking cutards. And if you get offended to that, I don't even care. I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm just so tired of it. Can we just concentrate on trying to fucking save this republic? It is falling apart around us. What else is there? What? what I, it's it's wild. All right, listen. I'll wait a minute. Hold on a second. I got to look at the calendar. My schedule. Hold on a second. Oh, next Tuesday. Tuesday the 24th. You're not going to see me for MAGA mornings. I got to be the good son. My grand, my mother has to uh, get another little small procedure done. And I said, I'd be the good son and driver in the morning. So I w- there won't be a MAGA mornings on Tuesday the 24th. But I'll be back Monday morning at 8 a.m. <clears throat> 8 a.m. Eastern was a brain replacement. Trust me, I know this people from birth. They destroyed my country. That's why this is my line. Trump and the rest in quarantine until proven. I don't understand what that means. I don't, I don't follow, follow the plan, the fucking plan. Oh my God. The plan. What plan? Give me a break. Give me a break. Jocko 1776. I'm trying to trust me. I know these, these people from birth. That's why this is my line. Trump and the rest in quarantine until proven. I don't understand what that means. I'd like to know, though. <clears throat> I wonder who the Michelle Gunny is, too. Anyway. All right, everybody. 8 a.m. Eastern, Monday. Enjoy the rest of your Freedom Friday. You got me for three hours. I should start charging overtime. And uh, enjoy the weekend. I don't know if you have anything good planned. I hope the weather's going to be nice. It's going to be rainy and shitty where I am, but yeah, I'll see you Monday. As always, MAGA hat stays on. Have a good weekend.